welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss season three of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 12. Let's get started. Okay. All right. We are back for a new episode called Clear. Yep. Episode 12 of The Walking Dead Season 3. This was the best episode of the whole uh, season so far. You know why? No Andrea. No Andrea at all. And And all Michonne. And all Morgan. And all... I was so glad to see Morgan, Morgan though. You're getting way ahead. But, I mean, mostly it was because no Andrea and we got a lot of Michonne. We got a lot of Michonne, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely no Andrea. It was a wonderful episode. Wonderful. Okay. Okay, where do you want to start? Well, start at the beginning. Well, we start with Michonne, Rick, and Carl driving down the road on their way to wherever they're making their run to. Yep. We see a sign that says, Aaron, we tried for Stone Mountain. Mm-hmm. on it and as they're driving they pass a man with walking with a backpack and when he sees the car of course he starts running after them saying, and yelling play hey hey please stop slow down they, they just go right on past them i mean when i first saw that that was so cold-blooded i just knew they was gonna like at least slow down or something huh. i mean you could see he's a camper or something He's not and, a walker. And oh, I felt so bad for him. They all to the no. They I'm, have too many issues with strange people they haven't met. Now I don't blame them. It was bad. And then you know, Carl, you know, kind of turns around and watches. Yeah, you can see from his face he kind of didn't want to leave the man. No, but they kind of had to leave the man. I don't think they had to leave the man. Well, but I think what that scene shows you is how dead inside they are. Because of all the stuff that has happened to them. They're just not trusting anyone. Anybody. Period. Yeah. You well, because they They're just not the feeling way. nothing. But I just felt so bad. I thought, no, they're not going to leave him. They sure did. And plus, the fool was screaming. So, you know, he didn't draw some walkers. That was the main thing. The fool was too fucking loud. He was loud. Shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, if, you, if I could hear you that clearly inside a car. I know. Then you got issues. He was loud. Then they come up on that. What Michonne gets stuck in the mud. Well, they get there's a roadblock. There's some cars wrecked. Um, there's some walk. You know, dead people inside. So and you they have, have to, to go, go around on the shoulder. And no, they had to go in the grass. Well, in the grass, and she gets stuck in the mud because she was driving kind of slow anyway, though, because mm-hmm. they were looking at this walker that was underneath this car mm-hmm. pinned underneath this car. <laughs> what I thought about in this scene when. They get stuck, and then all those walkers start banging on the car door mm-hmm. and the windows. I kept thinking, lock the doors. It looked like the doors were unlocked, and I'm thinking... But they don't know walkers, how to unlock a door. I'm not saying they don't know how to unlock a door, but they probably can pull a door handle. I don't think Their so. hands still work. Yeah, but I don't think they... That's Lock it. That dough. says brain function to me, and they don't have no brain function. But they know how to use their hands to eat. They know how to use their hands and stuff. Mm. So, anyway, but when Rick said, cover your ears, I was thinking, oh, he's going to try to shoot all these fools? Show did. No, he just needed to shoot enough of them to get them away from the door so they could get out. Well, the they car. Ended up and obviously, the yeah. The next scene, they all laid out. So yeah, all of killed, them laid out. They killed all of them. Mm-hmm. 
Now, this scene was kind of cute because Rick is, you know, trying to show Carl, hey, this is what you do if you get stuck. Uh-huh. Get you some cloths and twigs, whatever. Put it under the tire. So he's trying to teach him something. Carl's all salty at Michonne. Well, we wouldn't have got stuck if, unless it was for her. Yeah. I don't even know why she's with us anyway. Mm. You know. But that's because Carl is just parroting what he's heard the other adults say. He don't know nothing about Michonne. But what he knows is that his dad and Glenn and some of the other adults don't are like. Trust her. Yeah, they don't trust her. They have a little animosity toward yeah. her. But, you know, she is good with that sword. So Rick says, basically, you know, we have a common goal at this point. We got a common enemy. Yeah, we have a common enemy. We need to... Uh, actually, he said, we have common interests. And for now, we need to work together. And Carl says, just now. And he's like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. they show Michonne in the car. Well, of course, course, she could hear him. Hearing all this. And her face, though, kind of made me feel sorry for her a little bit. Because she was like, I don't know. Just the look on her face like Well, okay. the look on her face says to me was, what these motherfucker bitches sitting up there talking about me like I am invisible. No, what it said yeah. to me was, she. her face said. <laughs> That's I, what it said to me. I need to, you know, start communicating with people because. That, that didn't even enter my mind. But I need to do something. She's got to do something. Well, it looked to me like she was sitting there. Because just a teeny bit of, and, and, and just a very slight frown on her face, like, and what I thought at the time that I saw it, saw the scene was that probably in her mind, she was thinking, no, these bitches ain't talking about me like I'm fucking invisible. Oh, hell no. See? No. Her face is uh-huh. like, she's looking. She's talking about, oh, shit. No, she's looking a little sad. I like, don't think so. You know. I don't think so. I don't want to be just a temporary solution. No. I don't want them to kick me out. I don't think so. And then, of course, that gets all interrupted because the backpackers done caught up with him. Yeah, he's yelling, hey, hollering, hey, hey. Hollering you know. again. And I thought it was hilarious when Rick got up and said, okay, let's go. Let's go. It's time but to go. In my opinion, Michelle was looking like, oh, shit. They talking about me like I'm fucking invisible. Oh, Lord, I got to deal with these. I got to deal with this now on top of all this other shit. Yeah, and I didn't, that's the way it looked to me. And to me, it just looked like she was kind of sad about mm. it because she. I don't think she I sad don't at think all. she wants to leave that prison. I don't I think know. she wants to be on her own because now she truly is on her own. She doesn't have her Walker pets. Mm-hmm. She don't have Andrea anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't know her backstory yet. So we don't know who all she had before then. But she would have nobody if she was left out there. And I, and I felt like the picture on her face was that. Oh shoot! I don't want to have to get out there again, but I have. If I have to, I will. And yeah. I didn't. That didn't even enter my head. Okay. So anyway, so the next scene we get to a town, and at the time we don't know it's Rick's old town. Yeah. And we don't even really know the name of the town, but they head to Rick's old police station, mm-hmm. and that trying to find the gun. It's licked clean. It's bare. One bullet. She found one bullet on, on the, the floor. floor. Bear mm-hmm. bones. And um, so they're looking around and Rick's like, okay, well, I last came here. This was full, but okay. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, we still need to go. He said, I know where there's a couple more guns to be had. And Michonne's kind of questioning him a little bit. Okay, are there any other police stations around here? What else can we do? And he's like, well, this is really it. This is a small town. 
So he, he kind of tells them what he wants to do is go, you know, from to a different bar here, go to a shop here, the hardware store where he knows the owners had guns because they had permits. And she doesn't say anything. And this is when I kind of was like annoyed with Rick for a minute when he was saying, you got a problem with that to Michonne? You got a problem with what I want to do? And I love how she turned around, looked at him and says, no, Rick, I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Handed him that bullet and just went on. First of all, in my opinion, you could tell how pissed off she was because she called him by his name. She said, no, Rick, I don't have a problem. And she looking at him. Uh-huh. At, but, but to me, that I love that scene because to me, she was telling him, bitch, get out of my face. No, but to me. You it, know, come on it now. It was more like she was, I mean, I think she was irritated. Yeah, she was irritated. But it was more like she's handling somebody who she knows is off. She knows who's crazy. got issues. Mm-hmm. And she's just as calm. No, mm-hmm. Rick. I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. So he knows. And she just throws on, but that's the way she does anyway. She yes. don't never hurry up and get out your way. She, it is just like when you she were saunters. kids. She saunters on and, and like only thing she ain't done is roll her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know. Yep. And y'all black folk out there know what I'm talking about. You just mosey on by and usually... And hope somebody do yeah, something. Yeah, and usually when you're trying to tell somebody off, then you just roll your eyes and walk away slow, hoping they do some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but she didn't roll her eyes. But that, Otherwise, it was the exact same thing. Yeah. She's telling him, look, don't start no more be none. none. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because she can deal. Anyway... So, okay, let's move on. So, anyway, they get to, uh, they start walking down the street towards wherever the one place he wants to go mm-hmm. to. And look, it looked like a nice little town, though. Oh, I mean, There's lots of greenery and shit. Well, yeah. Mm. So, as they're walking, they see a whole bunch of arrows on the sidewalk painted in different colors. Mm-hmm. They see um, words on walls that are kind of freaky. And they pass this burnt out building and look through the little opening and see a whole bunch of bodies burned up. A whole bunch of walker bodies. And you can tell they walker bodies because the faces are all distorted. Yeah, and and gunky. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so they they turn the corner to Main Street, which I'm calling Main Street. I don't know what it was. Whatever. But the main, where all the stuff was, and they see this big old buildup of Sticks, spears, cages. Well, you can tell it was a booby trapped. It's booby trapped. Some kind of contraption yeah. in the middle of town with across the, the sidewalk saying, turn back now. Yep. And I'm thinking, when I first saw it, I'm thinking, okay, zombies can't read. <laughs> Who am I talking to? And then it dawned on me, duh, he's talking about people. people who are still left. Yeah. Basically the same issue that Rick and them had, had with, with the, the back, hiker. Yeah, the yeah. backpacker. And that is, you don't know who you can trust or or anything. I'm so going to be walking up on you and stuff. Uh-huh, trying to get what you got, see. So, you know. So, um, as they're walking up on it, of course, we're seeing all these little signs mm-hmm. and stuff painted on the walls, but... It's a pretty cool little 
contraption that well, they got I mean, set up. He's got the whole town booby trapped, which is pretty good. You know, it said, turn back if you want to live. Turn back and live. Turn around and live. Yep. That's what it say. Turn mm-hmm. around and live. So as they work their way through all those little whatever's built up, little traps, mm-hmm. um, they're talking a little bit and they, uh, they're talking with each other. And then a walker, a female walker, starts walking up behind them. Carl notices, and they turn around, and Michonne's about to go and take Stab care her. of it mm-hmm. when Rick says, oh, no, she's going to get caught. He said, no, wait. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she gets caught up in some barbed wire. I mean, the way that whoever built it up was pretty smart because no matter what direction they're coming from, they're going to get caught up somehow. Well, and, and he could hear it, too. They also have little rats and birds in cages. Yeah. I think to kind of entice them it walkers. It is. It is. But... <laughs> That is so mean, though. Poor little Rat. critters. I mean, they are just terrified, you know. Oh, hell yeah, because what if the cage gave way or something? Or something. You know? Then they gone. So anyway, as soon as the woman walker gets caught up, mm-hmm. somebody shoots her from the roof of mm-hmm. the building. She's and of course head. says, hey, y'all need to leave. Drop your weapons and leave uh, if you want to live. Mm-hmm. So... Rick is saying, okay, I think we should make a run for it. Because he said, he ain't dropping yeah, shit. Yeah, he said, run to the car. And Michonne says, hey, we need that rifle he got. So I, I think, think I can get up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they start ducking and make a run for it. Of course, the person who's shooting keeps on shooting. By the time Michonne gets up to the roof, the dude is gone. And then we later see him come out and be like almost on top of Rick. About to shoot Rick when little Carl come up, mm-hmm. shoot the dude in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Or the side, mm-hmm. thankfully. And then all Rick got to say is, are you okay? I told you to go to the car. Now, Rick, this whole season, it's kind of irritating me too about Rick. This whole, Now all of a sudden, you want to be daddy? Yeah. This whole season, you ain't paid attention to the damn boy. Well, not only like that, but Carl has been doing man yes. stuff. Carl has been sweet. While your ass has been crazy Fucking ass crazy. looking for goddamn Lori who's dead. <laughs> Shit, you know, or Shane, or whatever the hell, and you know, Carl has had to step up and be the man. Exactly. And now you want to put him in the little boy role? It ain't happening. I know, and it annoyed me. But, but when you look at that scene, though, Carl was not backing down a bit. No, he didn't. He looked at him and said, "I had to." Mm Mm-hmm. And then he looked at him. Yep, he looked at him like, "Okay, what else you got?" Yeah, what? You know. I swear. Yeah, Rick. Rick. Yeah, Rick was wrong. Mm-hmm. And Michonne kind of smiling because she she peeping it out like, yeah, that's a little man right there. Yep. You know. So. So then Rick um, finds out that the dude had body armor on, mm-hmm. and when he lifts the dude's shirt, we say, "Hey, that's a brown body." Yeah. Another black person. Another brown body. And so then when he takes off the helmet or the mask, we see it's Morgan. Yeah. Good, good, good. I like that guy. I love and we've been excuse me, we've been saying since season one. Mm hmm. Probably about the third episode. Where the hell Morgan? Yeah. Only in the first episode. Because they needed to tie up that little story. 
Well, in my opinion, yeah, they did. They, they needed to tie it up like, okay, what happened to him? Where is he at? Was he still on that roof every day, you know, uh, uh, trying to find him? You know what? Because that's the way it was left. And it's kind of like Lost. The first season of Lost, mm-hmm. when Walt and Daddy went off and you didn't see him anymore. And you're like, what the fuck? I mean, mm-hmm. they were good characters. And, and... Morgan and Dwayne, to me, were such great characters. And every scene he was in, especially that last scene where he is trying to get the wife, but he can't do it. I mean, it just left that impression. You're like, why are we going two whole damn seasons and we're not seeing yeah. seeing them? That, well, but I'm sure they wrote it in there because people were asking that question. I did later hear that they were trying to get him for season two, but the actor is he's busy. busy. His so. name's James Linney, I think, or no, something that's like not that. His name. Jim Linney or no. something Linney. Yes, it's, it is. It's not Linney. Anyway, anywho, so but he's been busy, so <laughs> he's been busy. which is good for him. Yeah, good for him. So um, when we get back, um, Rick is saying, "Well, I'm not leaving him on the street." We need to take him up. And Michonne's kind of saying, well, why, you know, why would we go through all that? Because he just tried to kill you. Yeah, he just tried to kill us. And Rick says he wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't always crazy. So they try to move him into the body, but Rick is like, we need to be careful because this is obviously all booby-trapped. So as they start walking around, like across the welcome mat and everything, there's razors and I don't even know what was underneath that mat, but... It looked like a bomb. If a walker stepped on it, it would have tore it up. Well, it looked like a bomb was down in there. Because it was a dole dugout and there was stuff down in it. It looks like a bomb. Yeah, so they basically carry Morgan up the stairs and through all those booby traps and uh, get him in the house. And when they get inside, they see, first of all, I see all these weapons, ammunition. I'm thinking, wow, he was busy for the last year. He got a whole chest full of hand grenades and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's been busy. All all the walls are chalk walls, which Mm -hmm. I find interesting that there was any place in that town that had all chalk walls. Well, he probably put them up there. (laughs) I mean, hell, he got the rest of his life, you know. Anyway, and so all this writing, some of it crazy, doesn't make sense. Because we already know that Rick and them have been out there in the woods and stuff a good 18 months to two years. So, you know, he's had plenty of time to get all them chalk walls. Mm -hmm. So, um... What I found, what I found interesting, and and when we were looking before we even knew anything about the episode, was looking at the walls. There's all that writing, but the key words are all bright colored, clear, clear. Was all in bright colored pinks mm-hmm. and greens and orange. yellow. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. So um, they take it, they put him down on the cot, and Michonne is is really saying, you know. We don't really want to, you know, they're trying to um, grab up the guns, grab up weapons and bullets and stuff. Rick is looking at at, at Morgan and is kind of looking around at all the writing on the walls. Like, okay, he's kind of went off a little bit. When Rick he, should know. <laughs> exactly. When he sees the walkie-talkie that he gave him in the first episode. Yeah. And, ooh, I kind of teared up on this scene a little bit because... 
you can see in his, or I could just imagine him thinking back to, okay, when I gave him this walkie, I still hadn't found my family yet. I'm sure he's thinking, okay, where's Dwayne at this point? Yeah, of course he is. And what happened? What has gotten him to this place? And how he never was able to connect with Morgan in the mm-hmm. through the walkie and all that. When he looks up and sees on the wall, Dwayne turned. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, oh, no, yep. that cute little Dwayne. Yep. He was the cutest little boy in that first episode. I bet you they did it, too, because he's probably a grown-ass man at this point. Probably, but, that <laughs> you know, the explanation that he gets later made perfect yeah. sense, though. Yeah. So, at this point, Rick's like, okay, no, we're not leaving until he wakes up. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving until he wakes up. And you know he he's like, I have got to know what's, what happened. I have got to be here for my friend. And I know, I'm thinking that he wants him, of course, to wake up <clears throat> so that he can coerce him to come back with him or not coerce of course. him. Talk him into right. coming back with of him. Of course. And staying together. Mm-hmm. And Michelle's like, we don't need to wait for him. He's going to be fine. He tried to kill us. Say, we- he's done a, what she say? Said, he didn't get bit today and something else. He's had a good day. Him. He's had a good day. Yeah. Yeah. But she's saying he's dangerous. We don't need to be messing with mm-hmm. him. And Rick's like, no, he saved my life. There's no way I'm leaving him, which I am glad that he said that. Yeah. We gonna wait. Yeah. So, again, this pissed me off. Carl says, okay, I'm gonna make a run. Mm-hmm. And Rose Rick say, uh, where are you going? I don't think, no, I don't think you need to go. Mm-hmm. And Carl's like, well, I need to go get some, you know, there's uh, a little kid's place down the way. So, I'm going to get a little crib for her. And Rick's still saying, mm. and Michelle and I like this when she said, oh, well, a crib, that's going to be in a big old box. You're going to need some help with that. So yeah. uh, I can help you. And he's just looking at her. And she's like, well, you did say you wanted a crib, right? He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I said. And you can tell that ain't what he wants to do. No. You can tell. <sighs> oh, I also skipped the part where um, they saw that big old depiction of the neighborhood mm-hmm. where they could see that their house has been destroyed. Yep. And you can up. see Carl. And that's the first time you get the inkling that some Carl's got his mind up for about something. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Well, yeah, sort of, kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, he doesn't have too much to say in these scenes because it's not, it's not about him. Not, not yet. Not till they get to that little cafe. Well, but no, I'm saying, you know, when Rick says, is that why you wanted to come? Which I thought was weird because Rick told us in the last episode he was going to take Carl anyway. and Michonne. Well, but, that's the writer's fault, but yeah. let's move on. Then Michonne is, you know, we hear the crunching in the background. And he said, <laughs> and Rick, Rick has nerves say, oh, what? We going to eat his food? And she said, it said welcome. <laughs> I love that. I Not love that. And Welcome. she is chomping. Chomping, Jack. Chomping. She said, mm-hmm. But again, Rick trying to be a damn parent. Well, what sudden. else he going to do? <sighs> I don't know. And you can see Carl's annoyed. He's like, I got to take this chick with me. Mm-hmm. Lord, today. So he's walking off fast and shit like she ain't going to be able to keep up with me. <laughs> 
and um, he kind of distracts her because there's a skinny, skinny ass walker that comes up. Mm-hmm. And um, so she stops to kill him. And while she does that, Carl tries to dart off real quick. But, you know, she's quick. She's going to catch up with him. And so she stops Carl and says, look, you know, you have, I mean, I'm here with you. I'm coming with you. Whatever. Yeah. Well, no matter what, he's like, look, I have to do this. And I need to do it on my own. And she's like, well, there's the baby place right there. He's like, well, I got something else I need to do first. Mm-hmm. So we really know Carl's got something up his little sleeve. Uh-huh. But we don't know what yet. Yeah, we don't know what. You want to continue on? Well, I mean, you know, I didn't realize he was just going to go blow for blow. But, you know, they go to the cafe. And to me, this was the best creepy scene of the whole show. Because all those walkers, there's a whole bunch of walkers in the cafe, but they're dormant. They're like sleep, sleep or mm-hmm. slow mode. And as soon as they open up that door and, and, and put those rats in there, then they, it's like they're in slow motion or something and they wake up. Oh, I thought that was good. That was real good. You know, I don't know what I, if I, where I heard it from. I don't know if it was on that Talking Dead or what, but... The explanation was pretty yeah, good when they said that, you know, the very beginning of the apocalypse, zombies was probably chasing your ass, running yep. and shit. And as time goes on and they're not eating regularly and their right. bodies and muscles are weak, they get a little bit slower and mm-hmm. slower to where they're now kind of like walking and shuffling along and not really too quick in the open space, at least anyway. And so it stands to reason that they would be kind of slow and, you know, if they hadn't been eaten. Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt bad for them rats. The nasty-ass rats. Oh, Lord. Yeah, because, you know, of course they pushed them in there to, to draw attention away from mm-hmm. what they're doing. But, oh, it was awful. But he was going in there to get a picture yeah. that was up on the wall of this cafe of him and his mom, Lori, and Rick, you know. Way before the apocalypse that was cute. happened. Yeah, that was really that cute, was cute, though, because, you know. Yeah. But he almost got had, though. There's a walker waiting. There's a walker the behind the counter. Yep. And he woke up slowly, and he grabbed Carl's foot, because, you know, Carl had to stand up on the counter. He grabbed Carl's foot, and Michonne got that thing with a, with a knife to the head, to, <laughs> with her sword to the head. But wait a minute. What, what cracked me up was... She was holding his hair so he wouldn't like blam on the counter. Yeah, that and make was noise nice. and that make noise because nice. she didn't want to alert the other walkers. That was pretty good. It didn't matter because when they tried to leave, then a whole bunch of damn walkers oh, from somewhere. Gosh. I'm like, where the hell are these fools come? Well, that's from? because when they were trying to leave, there was a little rat coming around. One of the rats got loose out of that cage, <laughs> so them walkers must have tore that cage up. Tore it up. Tore it up, trying to get to that rat. But the yeah. rat, of course, is going to scurry on. So the rat's coming around the corner. And then it here come all up. them walkers chasing yeah. the rat. But, of course, then they see Michonne and Carl. So, you know, that's a bigger target. Now, when they finally make it outside and they're just holding the door closed, I'm thinking, now, really, could you just keep the door closed like that? Yes. And uh, and keep the walkers in? Yes. I'm, like, I don't I'm gonna tell that. you why. Yes, it is. Because I had to explain this to a person uh, in my office, and that is the reason why those walkers could not get out of that cafe is because the door opened in. 
So when the door opens in, on the other side, it opens toward you. Well, the walkers, all they know to do is go to the door. They don't know to pull it toward them and get out. They just trying to push that way and get out. Well, that's why. No, no, no. When you watch it, that's exactly why they couldn't get out. I'm thinking that many walkers banging on glass and stuff. No. Somebody would have come through. No, they, no, they wouldn't. Or something. No, they I wouldn't. do know that I've seen the first Asian zombie, though, when? in that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was behind, as a girl, she was behind Carl or Michonne, which one of them, as mm-hmm. they were talking. And he's trying to get back in there because he's going to drop the damn picture. Yeah, he dropped the picture right by the door. He wants to go back in there. And Michelle's like, uh, no, let me do this. He's like, I have to do it. And she's like, hey, no more bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is the way it has to be done mm-hmm. for us to get this. But but the reason why he finally just said, okay, is because she talked to him like an adult. Yeah. Not like Rick says, oh, uh, uh, you shouldn't be doing that. Oh, you know, trying to trying to remind him that he's a kid. Yeah. No, she talked to him like a look. She said, "No, look, stop the bullshit. This is how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I'm going there and get this shit." Well, she got tough with him. Too. Yeah, yeah, she did. But but she talked to him like a grown up. Yeah. And I mean, it's not she like she was pretty damn fast. Too. Yeah, she was quick. But that but when she is by herself and can do the shit. Yeah, she yeah. don't need a whole bunch of time. I thought that was an excellent scene. It was a good that scene. That was an excellent bonding scene for them, too, I thought. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good scene. And Very I loved good. how um, she had said, or when she came out, she I mean, she came out quick. Mm-hmm. But I kept thinking, well, probably what she did was just snuck up behind him and Bent down and yeah. got it while they was all trying to get out. It could be. I'm sure she killed a bunch, uh, a couple of them, though. She probably had. To. Yeah, she probably had to stick a couple of them. But she's pretty quick, though. I don't know. I was just distracted. I'm thinking, okay, you're going to leave Carl there to hold the door. But yet the door, I mean, they could bust through that door. If no, they, they can't. Okay. You try going through a door that opens toward you, and all you're doing is going forward. You can't do it. I know. They don't grab a doorknob and go open. I did not. Well, honey. No, they don't. uh, What's her name's mama? (sighs) Uh, Actually, Morgan's wife turned the doorknob. Mm. Remember in in the first Well, that might have been in season one, but it ain't in season three. Well, anywho. Anyway, but when you look at that scene, it's because when they first go into that cafe, they... Go in. The, the the door opens away from them. Yeah, that makes sense now. Well, well yeah. Look, Sister J. <laughs> I did not see the door open. Which mm. way the door opened at the time? I was just saying. Well, you have to pay attention with the, with a show like The Walking Dead. You have to pay attention to stuff like that. Whatever. <laughs> I was just trying to tell you what I. Anyway, so when she came out, she had the picture of Carl and his mama and daddy. So, you know, and then that's when Carl tells her, I just thought Judith should have something, you know, to show her what her mom looked like. Yeah. That's why he went through all that. That's really sweet. Yeah. You know, and then Michelle, uh, all that time she has her, this one uh, arm behind her back and she says, well, I was going to go back in there anyway, because I couldn't bear to leave this one in there. And it's this. Brightly colored cat. cat. Sculpture it, or something. Well, to me, it looks like a stuffed toy. Paper mache or yeah, something. Yeah, it looks like paper mache or a stuffed toy. 
Yeah. But it's a big, huge little cat with all multicolors on it. it I thought ugly. that was cute. It was ugly. I thought was. that was cute. So It was cute. She's like, it was just too gorgeous. Yeah. So, you know, it probably was something that reminded her of her childhood. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. So they done bonded now, which which I really like. I really do like that part. So, mm-hmm. so let's finish with them. So they go back to the uh, what you well, call? Well, we them? gotta get to Rick and them first before we get finished. Oh, uh, okay. Well, let, go on. To, go on to Rick and Morgan. Well, so Morgan's uh, or Rick is, um, you know, tied him, zip tied him, but he didn't really tie him that good. So Rick's kind of looking around still, and he kind of says, you know, I'm sorry that this has happened, whatever, whatever. Morgan's got a knife underneath his cot, and you see his eyes open up and him reaching mm-hmm. for it. Rick turns his back and is looking at the rifle, and so Morgan gets up and starts battling him, trying to kill him, basically, saying, get out of here, get out. And Rick's saying, you know me, you know me, I'm Rick, I'm Rick. And he's like, I don't know you. Dead men wear new faces or something mm-hmm. like that. So some shit like that. You are not clear. You are not clear. And honey stabs Rick in the shoulder. In and the when shoulder. He stabbed him, I was like, oh Lord. <laughs> I so, thought to myself, damn, Rick done been shot at. He been stabbed. He been beat up. Dang. So <laughs> Rick finally gets it, gets, you know the upper hand and gets his gun out on Morgan and Morgan's just saying, please kill me, please kill me. Yeah. But Rick and, ties him up again though. Yeah. He ties him up this time with his hands behind his back mm-hmm. and Morgan is just begging for him to kill for Rick to kill him. Mm-hmm. And Rick's like, I'm not going to do that. You saved me. You saved my life. I am Rick. And he's trying to tell, remind him. Yeah. I am Rick. You found me outside of my house. You took me home. You, mm-hmm. and he says you and, and he, he stops. He doesn't say Dwayne's name. Mm-hmm. And then he, he says, you saved me. And then he takes the walkie-talkie and says, this, I gave you this, remember? And I, we were going to talk to each other. And this, and that's when Morgan kind of wakes up and says, yeah, I remember you now. Mm-hmm. You gave that to me. He says, I, um, he says, I didn't do it for a long time, but I finally tried well, see, it. First of all, when he's fussing at Rick, we don't have to repeat all the all the dialogue, but when he's fussing at Rick about you weren't there, this and the other, to me, the first thing that was important that he said was, I didn't do it at first. Right. Who knows how long he didn't do it at first? Exactly. But Rick was doing it. Rick was right. checking the walkie-talkie. Right. So it's not Rick's fault. But you no, know, crazy people don't it's rationalize but like Rick that. Feels bad. Well, of course he feels bad. But also, Morgan feels bad because Rick gave him a gun. And told him, right. you're going to have to put a bullet in Jenny's brain because, you know. No, he didn't tell him that, but basically. Yeah. yeah. He, he told him he's going to have to shoot his wife. He knew his wife had turned. But no, that's not the point. Morgan didn't want to leave Atlanta because he wanted to find her and kill her. That's the whole reason he didn't mm. go with Rick. And so Rick gave him that gun. And said, but he didn't kill her. Range, but he didn't kill her. So Morgan knows that he's really ultimately the reason all this other stuff happened. Yep. Because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And he said that. He said, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Yep. So he says, I did try the walkie. First with me and my boy and then later. Every day. And you didn't come. You didn't show up. And that scene was kind of sad because Rick, you could see in his face. He's like, I did. I tried. And he said, but I got pushed further out. 
and I couldn't help it. I had to, you know, protect my family and blah, blah, blah. But that, ooh, this actor, his name, I know I don't know his name. I don't think it's what you said, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up. i look it up. Anyway. That, his, that whole monologue where he's telling what happened. He's a good actor. Ooh. Man. He was, I mean, that was really I sad. Was that was really sad because he's carrying all that guilt. Because had he shot her when he was supposed to, his son probably would still be alive. And when he was talking yeah. about that, uh, how he went into the basement to, to look at him, he said, but I didn't want my boy down there. And when he came back up there, she was standing there right behind him. Yes. And he said, I called to my son, but she was on him. And all I could see was red, red, red. That was so sad. His name is uh, Lenny James. Oh, see, I knew it was a Lenny somewhere anywhere. Yeah. I said James Lenny. You see? did. You see? did. And I so, was like, that it's was Lenny right. James. Lenny okay, James. Lenny okay. James. But anyway, Lenny, you are excellent. Cause, yes, uh, you are, honey. You dang, that had me, me tearing up. I didn't cry, but I was getting you ready to tear up. a tear pouring down <laughs> my cheek. <laughs> He was so good, and, but uh, but I felt sorry for Oof. Rick too because Rick. It seemed to me two things was going on with Rick. He felt the guilt, of course, because yeah. he couldn't help it because the guy did save his life. But he also recognized, damn, that's what crazy looked like. That's what I was oh, doing. Yes, exactly. He recognized, damn, I've been crazy too. Uh, See, as a fucking tick. Yeah. So, you know, that was really good. I mean, for good uh, that reason. That was an excellent scene. For good reason. Oh, yeah. Well, nobody's still. saying it's not but a good even reason. for more good reason, he has to not be crazy is the two babies. He's two babies. Yeah. Two children. Children. One baby in car. So, anyway, that was an excellent scene. Oh, that was a good scene. And then when Morgan says, um, is your boy still alive? Mm-hmm. And he said, yes. Or did he die or something? And he said, yes. He said, well, he will. And you will too, he says, because the good people always die, and the bad people. And he said, the weak, like me, have inherited the earth. Mm. Basically, they're meant to suffer. Mm-hmm. Oh, and him just crying. Ooh, that just broke my little heart. Mm. So, um, so then when we see them again, he's telling Morgan, "I want you to come back to the prison. I'm not meant to kill you. I'm not. You're not mm-hmm. meant to die like this." You need to come back with us. And he unties him. And I guess he's done figured his crazy, then left for a minute. <laughs> so he unties him <laughs> and um, gets him and tells him that's what he wants to do. And Morgan's like, is that where your wife died? I mean, the first thing he said, is that where your, your wife, wife died? died. <laughs> I ain't going there. He's like, mm, no. He mm. says, you're taking an awful lot of guns. What are you about to do with all them guns? Mm-hmm. He says, do you have anything that's good? Someone else is going to want to take it. And mm-hmm. he says, and I don't want to see it. Either being killed by bullets or teeth, I don't want to see it again. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's just scared. He doesn't want to get back in, um, love more new people, and see them end up with the fate that his, his son and wife had. I did not with. interpret that at all like that. Oh. I interpreted that as him saying, look, I have my role in life because he is... Because oh, yeah. of his guilt, he feels like he has to do that penance. And that penance is to draw. Because all that shit he got out there, he's trying to draw the walkers to him. He's trying. And, and when any humans come up on him, like, say, that hiker, 
then, you know, he called himself, well, I'm going to warn them too. That's why mm-hmm. turn back if you want to live. Turn around and live. See, you know, but I didn't take it like uh, 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 that at all. I think the only reason he is not going with Rick is because he feels like he has a purpose. And that is his purpose. And that's his penance to do is to uh, because of what he allowed to happen to his boy, because he didn't do what he was supposed to do in the first place. Yeah. And that's what that whole clear is. He needs to clear the place. But it's also. In my opinion, the title is is appropriate for Rick, too, because that done cleared his damn crazy. You know? I mean, yeah, he's probably going to still yeah. see Lori and stuff, but he well, is lucid now. So, Well, when he says this is not it, this cannot be it, you have to be able to come back. He's mm-hmm. basically talking about himself, I think. Exactly. Too. Of course I've he is. I've got to bring my shit together. Of course he is. Of course he yeah. is. So, you know, but uh, huh. I didn't take it like... Uh, I, uh, and who knows? It may be by episode, by the last episode, Morgan decides, oh, you know what? I done killed a bu- enough of these folks. I done, I done uh, uh, burned up enough of them. Because when they are leaving, the, as they're leaving the town, there's Morgan wheeling some more out in, the, in that yeah. heat. And getting ready to burn them all with some gasoline. You know, so maybe maybe by episode, the last episode finale, we see him and he say, hey, I decided, come on with y'all. You well, never know. What he should have told Morgan is this. He should have said, I need you. No. I need you to help me because we ain't got enough people as it is. He, now, he told him exactly what he, he he needed to say. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, no, he wasn't going to do that. Yeah. He, that's Rick. That, that would be out of character for Rick. I know. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said that shit to Tyrese. Tyrese's a big ass dude. Who can who can fight and shit? So you know, no, he's not going to say that. So, um, but okay. So then they they uh, by that time Carl well, and yeah. Michonne come back. Yeah. So and you know they're they're carrying the little baby crib, which is really a playpen. A little pack and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little playpen and some other little stuff looks like down in the playpen. And, uh, um, uh, and you know, they see Morgan, he is putting dead walkers on a gurney cause he's getting them off of those spikes, spikes and stuff yeah. that he's, and, and they putting them on a gurney, getting ready to go, uh, 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 bloody them or burn them. And it was cracking me up. Carl was looking and he said, is he okay? Because mm-hmm. they want to know, okay, do I need to be shooting him again or what? Do I need to be on guard? <laughs> yeah, on guard or what? He said, yeah, he's fine. So, you know, they that, so they pack up and well, they're... I think he's also trying to say, you know, what happened to Rick, too, because Rick had a big-ass blood stain on his shirt. Now. Yep, yep, he does. You know? Yep. So, anyway, so they pack up the car. Well, before they get ready, as they're leaving, Carl stops and says, hey, oh, that's Morgan, true. Morgan. I had to shoot you. You understand that, don't you? He says, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I love this. Morgan gets all intense, comes over and says, son, don't ever be sorry. Yeah, don't ever be sorry. Which so, I like because mm-hmm. it's basically saying, look, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to you do. You're going to have to do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, so you just keep on doing it. So they're packing up the car. And so Carl, uh, 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 that little conversation with Carl and Rick is kind of cute because Carl, uh, Rick's asking him, you know, well, how, how was she? How was it? Is she okay? Yeah, is she okay? And, 
you know, Carl, well, what does he say? He, he says, I think she's like us. Yeah, I think she's like us. And Rick says, what? And he says, everything was fine. Yeah, everything, everything was fine. fine. Yeah. Everything was fine. So that lets Rick know, oh, okay. Yeah, they must I like have, that. They must have been okay then. Yeah, I like Because, you know, Carl, does not, Carl is very sparing with anything positive that, that he says. Mm-hmm. He just don't chit-chat and say stuff. He just doesn't. Yeah. You know, but I mean, not with anybody, whether it's Rick, Laura, anybody. Mm. I mean, he just doesn't. So that's why I, I think that's why Rick looked at him and went, what? You know, because he understands that. Then, he trusts Carl, basically. Yeah, he does. And then when Michonne uh, uh, comes around to the back of the car, because uh, Rick has told uh, uh, Carl to get in, Carl to get in, then, you know. He he asks Rick uh, or no Rick's looking off in the space somewhere. Yeah, looking off to the side. And so Michonne's asking, uh, "You seeing somebody? Are you seeing somebody?" <laughs> and he's looking at her. and She says, "Well, I know you see people." And she said, "That's okay. I used to see. I used to talk to my dead boyfriend." She <laughs> says, "I used to talk to my dead boyfriend. It happens. Like, yeah, it happens. Hey, like you hey, know, you know, it's everyday occurrence." But now. this is the part I thought was cute. And then Rick says, She's "He wild. didn't say anything." No. He just looked at her and said, do you want to drive? You know, like, yeah. that's his trust thing, right. see. You want to drive? She said, like, yeah. yeah. She's like, and she I'm, did kind of smile. Since I'm seeing things. Yeah. <laughs> she, he that, said, was that was their bonding moment. That was their bonding moment. Yeah. First of all, he kind of bonded with her before that. But we yes. just didn't know it. Yes. But when he allowed her to go with Carl. Yep. That was that it. That was it. That was it. You could tell he trusted her. I mean, he, he wasn't going to come out and say it, but mm-hmm. he trusted her. I think ever since that jail, when they mm-hmm. went to the uh, police station, mm-hmm. and she says, no, Rick, and she was all calm and shit. Yeah. He trusted her because he would, if he didn't trust her, he would not have allowed her to go right. with Carl. Well, but I think also he trusted her because him and Carl was having a conversation. I'm going on a run. No, Carl, I don't think that's that, that's necessary. I need to get a crib for the baby. Then she says, just like an adult would, who is trying to help, well, a crib come in a big old box. Yeah. That's going to be heavy. Yeah. So uh, why yeah. don't I go with you? You're right. And then Rick's face. when he kinda Did you see like, his yeah, face? His yeah. Face was like, that's what did it. Yeah, that's okay. the deal, Carl. You got to have her with you. Yeah. In See? other words, yeah. So you're right. Yeah, they, they bonded. They kind of bonded yeah. then. But then, at the end, when Carl had something good to say, then they yeah. really, yeah, yeah, he really trusts her now, I which so. I, I'm glad. I'm glad. So too. he won't be up in her face arguing and shit. Thank you, because that pisses me off. Uh, okay, but now this is the deal that got oh, me, well, got me the worst. Driving out of town. Oh my lord! They. Are driving, and you see Rick looking to the side, looking down, and you see pieces of body, blood, guts, and then that orange backpack. That big orange backpack from that hiker who kept yelling at them to help him. Yes. Oh, I felt so bad. I felt bad, too. Oh, I felt so bad. I said, oh, and wait, no. You don't really see them feeling bad, but you do see the car back up. They back that fuck Snatch up. up the backpack wait and keep uh-uh. rolling. They back the car up. The back door opens up. So you know Carl's oh. getting the backpack. Yeah. They get that backpack with and all that stuff going. and then drive on off. That's some cold-blooded <laughs> shit. That's some cold-blooded shit. It is cold. Oh, my God. I 
had to roll that back. I could not believe it. I said, you know what? That is too cold for words. That is too cold. Oh, my God. You know what? Hey. But you got to do what you got to do. You would. Right. Now, there are good people out there. That's true. But the thing is. Oh, that was awful, though. At this point, they ain't got time. They got the fucking governor to worry about. I know. They don't have time to be worried about if this fool's crazy or not. But to tell you quite honestly, that was the perfect end to that episode. Yes. Because it was so unexpected. It was, was so unexpected. I, just, I don't know. I love this episode so much. It was so good. It was so For good. So many reasons. Yep. Yep. We had Michonne. We got dialogue and we got personality from her. Personality. Yep. And we got Carl, who had annoyed the fuck out of me season two. <laughs> but I like him this, you know, now. Yeah. Yeah. We got Rick not being effing crazy for once. And, yep. and, we got Morgan, who, hello, we've been wanting for two years. Mm-hmm. I don't like the outcome of it, but I get it. Well, but and I don't mind the outcome of it because he he's still alive and there. And he, yeah. And he's going to survive. Well. Yeah, he's going to survive. Those is. walkers ain't going to get him anyway. So no, ain't nobody going to get, ain't him. Nobody gonna get well, Morgan. Yeah. Not unless he leave his little compound city yeah. that he done built. Yeah. You know? Okay. So that yeah, I love that episode. Yeah, that was a great episode. Alrighty. Okay, well we had some really good feedback. Cool. Um, let me get to our let's see, what should we do first? I guess iTunes, iTunes. reviews. Okay, so we had um several iTunes reviews All this right. week. Uh the first one is from AMC. Hey AMC. Um, these ladies always make my day and bring a smile to my face. I love hearing their opinions on The Walking Dead. Definitely one of my favorite Walking Dead podcasts. Five stars. Thank you, AMC, for that five-star review. Thank you, you. Uh, the next one is from I Love to Laugh. I, oh, okay, I Love to Laugh. I'm interpreting it. Okay. Um, we speak the same language. Love your podcast. I have to put my headphones on when the kids are around. Keep the recaps coming. <laughs> Five stars. Thank you yes, very we much. Are rated yeah. R in yeah. our commentary. We are explicit in our commentary. So yes. thank you for Although using we have headphones. Some kids listening. So. I know. Thank yes. you for that five star review. Though. Thank you. I love to laugh. Yes. And then the last one is from Fried Catfish. Hey, Fried Catfish. I love. Sounds good, right? I know. Now. <laughs> We love some fried With some catfish. some on the side mm, and some mm, rice. Mm. Mm. Best television review ever. I have listened to all the other podcasts. They are boring. <laughs> These two, uh, the two ladies are full of life. I look forward to their banter and craziness. Warning, do not listen to this podcast while walking or driving. <laughs> it is dangerous to yourself and others. <laughs> A faithful follower Game of Thrones, True Blood, and The Walking Dead. Go ahead. Five stars from Fried Catfish. And they say, P.S. I And I've never seen a P.S. on it. <laughs> P.S. I live in Los Angeles, and I close my curtains at night. Oh, yeah, baby. Five, five stars. stars. Thank you, Fried Catfish, for that five-star review. Fried and Catfish. And that's right. Close, close your, your blinds. blinds. <laughs> thank you for that review thank you guys <sighs> and then um, we had several interesting 
um, comments on our Facebook page. Okay, cool. That I wanted to bring up. Okay. Um, one, ooh, let me get to it. One is from Danielle. She asked. Hey, Danielle. Um, and I think you answered her, Sister Jay. I did. We could talk more on this. Okay. What do you think, um, what do you all think Michonne did before this, the mm-hmm. zombie apocalypse? After I saw her take the cat statue, I thought maybe she was an artist or someone who liked antiques. I think she did something like art or something like that. She seems like someone who would be a great artist. Mm. I didn't get that at all. What I thought was the reason she got the cat, as I already said, and that's because I think it reminded her of something from her childhood. I or think, just from before the zombie right. apocalypse. But I think... I don't know why, but I think Michonne in a previous uh, life before the apocalypse, I think she would be like somebody who is accustomed to listening to people, uh, listening more and talking less like a counselor or a lawyer or something. Somebody who is used to listening to people and, you know, thinking about it and and, and, because she's not a chit chatter. No, Mm-mm. she don't chit-chat. No, she don't chit-chat. Mm-mm. So I think because, you know, uh, uh, counselors do that, lawyers do that, they, they sit and listen and stuff. They don't talk a whole lot. What would be interesting to me is if they could ever do a pre- or flashback episode yes. where we could see what these people did. What people did. And I know they probably don't want to go, I mm-hmm. mean, because it, it's been done before, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I know they probably don't want to do all that, but... To me, that would be so interesting if maybe once a season, if they don't want to make it a regular thing. Right. Pick someone or a couple people and go back to what they what did, they did mm-hmm. before the apocalypse. Or even make it like the day before the apocalypse so we could see what happened when people started yeah. going fucking crazy. Or so, yeah, something. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Yeah. And, and I, I don't actually have an opinion on what she did before. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know if the... Um, if the graphic novels, I don't read them though, but the people I talk to that do, they've never mentioned any occupations for any of the people. So I don't even know if they go into the like their backstories. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Because I don't know, like, what did the governor do before then? That's a good question. See, I mean, we know Rick was the sheriff of a small and town. Shane was a cop right. Too. And, and, and Shane was a cop too. So, but we don't know what, what uh, the governor did. Or uh, Daryl and, and Merle. Corey. No. I mean, we just don't know. Or Carol. So. Yeah, none of them. We don't know what any of them do. Yeah. So. I'd be interested to know what. Um, what Glenn do? I think we know that, didn't we? I don't know. Wasn't he a, a delivery guy or something? I don't know that. I don't know. It'd be interesting to know what. Um, Sire, be, what's his name? It'd be. Who? Tyrese? Sasha Tyrese. It'd be interesting to know any of them's backstory. Yeah, true. I mean, the only backstory we know is Rick. Rick's, yeah, because he was the the, the mm-hmm. sheriff. Uh, I just like of the, the town. show, and I know we complain sometimes about how they write stuff, but I like mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't feel the need to fill yes. this episode with a bunch of other crap. They just let us yes. stay yes. on Rick, Michonne, and Carl. Carl, yeah, that's all we had, and Morgan. That's all we had, yep. and I am so happy that since they made this the episode that Morgan returned, that they did that and yes. let the focus be on that. Yes, and not anybody else. I agree. 
I you know, agree. I just love that. So I do too. Kudos to y'all, whoever wrote it. Yeah, because we complain enough about you writers, but y'all <laughs> did an excellent job with this episode. Clear. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we had a little posting by Steven. Hey, Steven. Who says, after three months without satellite TV and internet, I am finally watching True Blood Ooh, and The Walking Dead again. Ooh, Lord. Therefore, I can listen to the sisters again, and they're great <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and I said, how the hell can you go three months without television or internet? I know. I do not. I I, I can ever do that. And you know what? What's so silly about all of that is I remember when the first time I got like a phone with internet and stuff on it. And now it's like so ingrained in your life. It's hard to think, what did I do before I had this stuff? Yeah. You know, because your whole life is in your phone or your, uh, the internet. So, yeah. Oh, that's mm. definitely true. I don't know what I did before yeah. iPhone or iPad or whatever. Yeah. Anything, so. I love my iPhone. Yeah. I was telling somebody at the office the other day because th- this other uh, 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 colleague is thinking about getting one. He doesn't have a, a smartphone. He just has a regular, you know, flip phone uh-huh. and stuff. I said, my whole life is in there. I said, my calendar's in there. Every appointment I have is on my calendar. I even use my phone for my alarm clock. I don't have an alarm yeah. clock. I set my phone. So, you know. Lord, Just Lord, all Lord. the people's in there. I don't know people's phone numbers Oh, no. Anymore. I don't even know my own phone number. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't call myself. I just have to look it up. Anyway, okay. That anyway, was great. Thank you, Stephen, for and, that. And thank you, all of our little Facebook people. Uh, also got a message from Estelle. Okay, cool. Um, on Facebook saying, Sisters, the moment we've been waiting for is finally here. In last night's episode, which was Sunday, yeah. Michonne had more than two lines of dialogue and showed a sense of humor and a sensitive side. And Woo-hoo. she's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> it took time, but it was good and worth it. Love that girl. Yep. Love yeah, because when they started having Michonne talk out the odd shit, are they trying to tell us that this is going to be an episode they off her or something? Uh, well, no. Ooh, no. Ooh, we'd be up and on. Ooh, we'd have to storm the place. Storm mm. it. Mm. I'm just happy we have two black people or women on the show that are still breathing. I still breathing. And two, well, one black man. Morgan, uh, Morgan is there. Well, Morgan, and but he's Tyrese. not a regular. Yeah, no, Tyrese. he's not a. He's not a regular. Yeah, true. Of course, Tyrese ain't been a regular either. He's no, just there. He's just there. So. Um, anyway, okay. Another one is uh, Shalita, which I'm sure we got an email from her, but I just wanted to say this. She is at a conference. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember where she said New it. Jersey. Is it New Jersey? New Jersey is what she and said. And she met T-Dog. Yay, T-Dog. Woo. And apparently told him about our podcast, which Uh-oh. I find totally awesome. Oh, wow. And then she also met Oscar, a.k.a. Well, his name is Vincent Ward. Whoa. But a.k.a. Oscar. Oscar. Also told him about the podcast. And apparently he commented on a post that she put on our page. So Whoa. that is exciting. That's exciting. Well, hey, shout out to shout Oscar out to and Tito. Vincent and Aroni. <laughs> oh, yeah. Use the real names. Okay. 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 All I know is I was like, hey, uh, Vincent, would you like to be on the podcast? (laughs) So, hey, uh, any of y'all, if you ever meet up with anyone, if you can get some audio of them saying something about Sister Speak or just you 
get oh, them. Oh yeah, we that'd would be love to that'd play be it. awesome. It's okay. So, awesome. like, did she did Shalita mention anything about the uh, the actress that plays Andrea? Oh, she did. She said. <laughs> <laughs> she said apparently Andrea ain't taking pictures. <laughs> Maybe someone already called her dickmatized and she <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> well, if hey. You ever Andrea, whoever her, whatever her name is for real in person, don't please don't say digmatized because she will be offended. Uh, I will definitely tell her. She would be offended. Although I would like to ask her, how do you feel about your character development this season? Yeah, that's the PC way of saying yo shit sucks. <laughs> you should be pissed at the writers because well, they turn people into wanting to kill you. Okay, well, see, I'm old school, so I don't give a f about no politically correct, and I would tell uh, ask her in a minute. Uh, do you know that we call you your character digmatized? And how do you feel about them writing uh, that shit up in there? Don't do it, sister. I would do it in a minute. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, thank you, Shalita. Thank keep you, them, Shalita keep them little keeping, comments coming. Well, keep. Thank you for keeping the sisters in their in their in their view. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so let's get on to our email. Okay, we had several. Okay. Okay, our first email is from, oh, well, I, they don't put their name on this. Are you kidding me? Sister T. Okay, they say that it's Sister T. Sister T. Dearest sisters, it's Sister T. This show is becoming monotonous. Uh-oh. Andrea skanky behind needs to get off this TV screen. <laughs> My mental abilities can only take so much of her nonsense. Yep. When she said, Rick opened the gate. I'm like, duh, don't let her in. She will only lead the gov to the group. We don't need that. From the beginning of this episode, I knew, and this I think she sent this before last week's right. episode. Right, right. But late, it must have been really late because we didn't get it in our podcast. Um, <coughs> from the beginning of the episode, I knew, it once Andrew, I knew that once Andrea went to the prison, she wasn't going to kill the governor or do anything instrumental to help Rick's group. Right. Too obvious. Maybe AMC should stop firing all the creative people. <laughs> and again, this show should not be about a blonde white woman sleeping with a powerful man. Rick needs to get Carl, the baby, and Michonne in the car and drive away fast. Yeah. Also, last week I almost got into a car accident because of the comments about Sister J's chest being flat. <laughs> <laughs> Sister K did that. I need warning beforehand. Way too funny. <laughs> no, I was defending whoever you you were talking about the woman from Banshee. They are the woman from Banshee with flat chest, and flat I was chest to say, and behind. That's what you, I said. Why are you talking about this because chest? And you are flat. I'm not flat. You are flat. I am proportioned for my size. I'm four feet eleven. Yeah, you ain't supposed to have 38, are, 38 D bazooms or nothing. I didn't say that. But but that this chick is a regular 5 feet 9, 10 inch woman with a flat ass butt and chest. Built like a boy. Yeah. That's what so I was talking say, about. My whole point is you cannot help your body shape. Mm. You, can have, you can help weight. She don't need Would to you? be naked nowhere. She has... <laughs> absolute control over saying oh you know what directors I'm not doing that she has absolute control but to parade around naked looking like a damn boy with no breast and no oh ass hey 
Yeah, she that's what I was lady. talking about. Oh, hell yeah, she was. But anyway, they do that with all these women. They do it with all the women on TV. I don't see no black chick like that who's nude on TV. Well... I haven't yeah. seen one yet. I haven't either, Except that that silly child that does a scandal need to fix her teeth. What? What's wrong with her teeth? <laughs> Shit. You leave Carrie Washington alone. <laughs> you leave my show alone, Jay. Oh, hell no. We're going to hey, battle hey. about She scandal. is flat as them other chicks. She is yeah. not flat either. Oh, she is too. She is not oh, flat. Oh, she is too. But my thing is, I'm not going to talk shit on someone if my shit's like that. Hey, you know what? My, my, my shit ain't like, like that. Yeah, your shit no one is isn't. The only reason you got anything sticking out of the front of your shirt is because you have a padded ass bra. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. So don't be talking about people and they body shape. Hey, hey, you know what? They always want these women on there that are built like little boys. Oh gosh! And they got Jay, they have look, flat chests, flat chests, and flat asses. And they always want to parade around naked in some film you, or TV show. Why don't you nah. applaud her choice of not falling under the pressure of Hollywood to get breast implants? Oh, hell, she needs something. She needs a butt implant and everything else. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I'll pay for your Botox or, or, or whatever they do. Whatever, collagen say. or whatever they no. do in the injecting their butts. That's or their chest anyway. Today, you hey, you the one that bought it up. No, you brought it up last week, and then I tried to well, defend. Hey, but you know people. what? Hey, but you know what? Sister T, see what you started? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sister well. Sister no, she wrong. No, she I am not wrong. On it. I am not wrong. Yes, you are. No, I am not. Awful. She's not even proportioned for her size. She built like a little boy. You say that about a ton of people. That's because that's what they putting on TV. Lord, today you are wrong for that. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, I'm not. Wrong. For no, I'm not. That. There's okay. a whole lot of people that agree with me. Moving on. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Thank you, Sister T. Whoever you are. <laughs> There's several T's that email us. Yeah, thank you, Sister T, for that email. Okay, our next email is from Jason. Hey, Jason. Hayson says, Andrea has almost made me swear off blonde women altogether. Ain't that the truth. Have you noticed when she walks, her one hand is kept behind her near her holster? Yep. Like she is some kind of badass? That's what I meant about that damn walk last week. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Come on now. More like a dumbass. Dumbass. A lot of her digmatized problems would be solved if she replaced that gun in her holster with a dildo. Oh, Jason. Take care, Jason. Oh, that oh, that that is funny. Well, that's what she needs to say. Thank you, Jason, for that email. Oh my lord. That is funny. Oh Lord, have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. No, she probably be even worse. Hey, she might be. Oh Lord. But that's what I was talking about with the way she walked. And she, it, it, it's like they got her strutting around Woodbury, you know, like, I'm badass. Shit. That's so annoying. That's why this this episode was so pleasant, because we didn't see her ass we once. We didn't see her at all. Not at all. 
Okay, our next email is from Toya. Hey, Toya. Hey, sisters. Hope all is well. It's been a while. I really didn't have much to write about because this show has been getting on my damn nerves. Thank you. Andrea's got to go. Her character is a waste of time. By the time this season ends, I want to see her shot, stabbed, kicked, slapped, punched, choked, bitten, and then killed. (laughs) Damn! She truly makes me sick. I just want to shake the shit out of her. Laugh out loud. So glad Michonne is finally getting some dialogue. We'll see how long this lasts. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of the writers not showing her in her full capacity. I'm sick, or excuse me, I'm tired of Rick visiting Crazy Town. <laughs> Laugh out loud. He has a war on his hands, and he needs to be in his right mind to deal with that crazy-ass governor. Mm-hmm. Or maybe him being crazy will even the playing field with the governor because we all know his ass is certified crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, enough of me ranting. I will leave that to Sister Jake. She Thank you. It. Oh, so well. <laughs> P.S. Good blog, Sister J. Thank you. Okay, on to this latest episode. Did y'all see how Morgan went beautiful minds on us? Yes. Laugh out loud. Child, his walls were covered in all kinds of scribble. Mm-hmm. He had booby traps for that ass, didn't he? <laughs> I like <laughs> Go ahead. I like the way he had the rats in the cages as bait for the walkers, too. That was a good idea. Oh, yeah. How about the sheet with not shitting you on it? I felt bad for him, though, but I think Rick seeing him batshit crazy made Rick realize how crazy he's been behaving. That's what we say. What y'all think? Yep. Boop. (laughs) (laughs) That means I agree. (laughs) I like the scenes with Morgan and Rick. Yep. It was a pretty good episode. One of those lead-in episodes that happened right before all of the action. Mm-hmm. Get to the action already, and get to getting Andrea Simple Behind out of there. Yep. Can't wait to see how it all goes down. Who do you ladies think won't make it to season four? I think we will be saying goodbye to Andrea, Beth, the Gov, and Milton. Well, that's it for now. Chat with you ladies soon. Toya. Thank you, Toya, for that Thank you, Toya. email. Okay, let's see. Beth is Maggie's sister, right? Yeah. Yeah, she really doesn't have a lot to do except hold that baby. So, yeah, she might be gone. Ooh, Carl will I, go into a tailspin if she, if she gets I know, there. but I think that's going to happen. <clears throat> I, I don't think they're going to get rid of Andrea. I mean, I wish they would, but I just don't think they're going I don't think to. They will either. No, they're going to leave her there. Yep. I think they're actually going to get rid of, um, what's her name? Who? Um, Carol? No, no, no. Either Maggie, I think mm-hmm. either her or um, Glenn, one of them. Really, you think? Yeah. Hmm. Because they're on the outs with each other. Yeah, but... Actually, no. No, they, they kind of reconciled. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Herschel's going to go, because he can't do... I mean, what he going to do? They need a doctor, but he's limping and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got one leg. How much you know, mm-hmm. farther they really do have to run... Is that going to yeah. take them? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't want anyone else to die off the show. I like all of them. Mm. Merle could go. Andrea could go too, but oh, she won't. Well, that's just a given. I didn't yeah. even say her ass. Yeah, she, she won't. definitely needs to go. But they definitely need to kill off that governor. I don't want him next season. No, no. No, he got to go. Okay, thank you, Toya. Our, thank you, Toya, for that email. Our next email is from uh, 
JD. Hey, JD. Hey, sisters. It's JD, and I'm so glad that The Walking Dead is back as well as your podcast. Yep. I always look forward to being entertained by your perspectives, hearing other listeners' thoughts, and waiting to hear Sister J get riled up. <laughs> can we ha- can we get some more iTunes reviews from people who don't understand the sisters part again? <laughs> I haven't heard her that passionate since the last season of Big Brother. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, cause you, yeah, y'all know I can go off on some Big Brother shit. <sighs> mm. You haven't watched that for two years. Well, well, you know what? You know why too? Just mm-hmm. some quick thoughts after watching Clear. Okay, I hoped and guessed that the shooter in town was Morgan. He was truly batshit crazy, and I thought it was a good look in the mirror moment for Rick's ass. Yep. Since he has been losing it since Lori died. Let's hope he can finally say goodbye to the ghosts and focus on leading his people. Chasing Tyrese out of there was a mistake. Yep. It blows my mind that Rick Morgan, Maggie, and probably others are British. I've liked the actor playing Morgan, Lenny James, or James Lenny. Yeah. Lenny James. It's uh, Lenny Lenny James. James, and he's British. Um, I was like the actor playing Morgan in other roles and always feel a little strange hearing him with a perfect American accent. That is amazing that people yeah, are able to do that. Yeah, because he is British. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Britain. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact I couldn't do a British accent that perfectly mm-hmm. as they do the American But that's accent. why they're actors. I mean, you know, to be a good actor, you got to be able to do that. Not all actors can do that. Yeah, but you know, to be a good one, you got to do it. All those uh, 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 men in Spartacus, them too. They Australian and well, New Zealand and everything um, else. Uh, the cute one um, with uh, all them cute. Navy. Uh, what's him? Oh, Crixus. Is what is he British or yes. Australian or something? He a uh, New Zealand. Okay, he's cute. He is I very like cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crixus. <laughs> Love me some Crixus. I miss. I like um, Gannicus too, though. I miss uh, what's his name? Um, Andy Whit- Whitfield. Oh yeah, I miss him too. Yeah, but I miss Enemius. Uh, I know. On that, but anyway. But wait a minute. Just as a side note, there they meaning I, I'm not sure which uh, network, but they 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 are producing Julius Caesar, and they want to use the guy that's playing Caesar in Spartacus War of the Dam oh, as Caesar. I you haven't know. even seen it. But, see so I'm yet. hoping Animaeus will be maybe in that series. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I'm hoping. Or yeah. the actor that played Animaeus. So. Yeah, the actor. Yeah. I was going to say, how would he do that if he's supposed to I met it? the actor. Okay. okay. Anyway. Um, back to the email. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the American accent. Okay. Regarding the backpack guy, the only sympathy, sympathy I had for him was that the governor would have shot him and then took his backpack, which might which might have been more humane. Yeah, it could have <laughs> but been. Who, but really, who the hell is yelling and screaming uh, during the apocalypse? It, well, now that was that was an issue because he was making too much damn noise. Yes. Yeah, way too much damn noise. Too much fucking noise. Mm-hmm. How did he last this long acting stupid like that? <laughs> the best part of the scene for me was Michonne rolling her eyes at the Walker attack. Like I'm so bored with this by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it. I felt bad for the dude, but I'm thinking, how did he get killed in the middle of the fucking street? You mean to tell me he couldn't have ran in the woods or some shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if you're walking in the middle of the damn highway <laughs> and you see a walker coming, why wouldn't you run the other way 
or in the woods so the walker couldn't get you inside of the street. I mean, how did he just get eaten at the side of the street? Good point. I don't know. That I was like That's a good point though. How did that how did that happen? And you know they didn't pull him back to the street to eat him in the street. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just think it too logical. <laughs> But that's a good point, though. Cause yeah, cause I would have been booking something. You know what? If I was totally alone in a zombie, I mean, if I ended up being totally alone, I would have to be like Morgan and bunk up somewhere. Yeah, I'd be in a town I would somewhere, be out in the fucking streets, in the woods, <laughs> and shit, yelling my fucking head off. Well, maybe he came from one of them cars. But then you go find you an abandoned house and you bunk up. <laughs> you know you can't just be out there <laughs> I'm with you JD how did he last this long with his dumb ass <laughs> I did kind of feel bad for him though when he I did eat up. I felt bad but I understand why they did it mm-hmm. um, finally I had a thought about our favorite character Andrea oh lord while I agree while I agree she has been digmatized I also think she has always been you know what that should be our new drinking game yeah whenever we say digmatized take a drink no um I also think she has been attracted to power and the chance to share it it's why she was so quick to bring to bang Shane and then continue to convince him to lead or leave the group. Mm-hmm. Then she liked the power of being with Michonne and her walker mules until she got to town and met her man. In addition to the sex, she's get, she gets power and is telling people what to do that have been there far longer than she has. I think that's the driving force behind her actions. And it causes me to hate the character a little less. Just a little. Mm. Mm, no, me. it don't do a thing for me. Not me either. <laughs> bitch ass needs to go. Yeah, her, her, yeah, she needs to go. Because even if that's true, mm-hmm. just like the saying goes, bros before hoes, yep. chicks before dicks, yep. you don't throw away your friends just because you get a new yeah. whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just totally throw them away. Now, everyone realizes that there's going to be less time spent with you because your ass got somebody else to spend time with. Right. But, but totally you don't throw them over. Throw them over. Especially somebody that nursed your ass. To health. To health. Or stay with your ass. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. No. That bitch no. got to go. She got to go. Thanks, as always, for all the insight and entertainment you ladies provide. As usual, drinks are on me if we, are, if we ever meet in Bon Ton. And more importantly, winter is coming. Oh, yes, I can't wait. See you then, your ardent fan, JD. Thank you, JD, for and, that wonderful uh, email. Ooh, I, I can't wait. A couple. Hey, thinking about Game of Thrones coming. Hey, back. we only got a couple more weeks, oh, and then winter so is coming. Excited. I know. Have you seen the preview? Yes, or the commercial, whatever they're calling that trailer. That's what I call it. One of the babies, I think, is Dracaro, Drogo, whatever his name is, is mm-hmm. flying. I know he's flying. The little oh. dragon, the little red one. That little reddish one. I can't remember all their names. Well, though. yeah, because I, I, I don't forgot. Rhaegar, Rogue. Dracar- I forgot. Anyway. All I it know looks is, very good. It looks good. It looks very good. The only thing mm-hmm. I know I'm already sad about, but I'm getting over it, 
I'm making myself get over it. Uh oh. Is Jackin's not going to be there? Oh yeah. You know Jackin's not going to be there, and if he is there, it's going to be the ugly Jackin, not the new Jack, I not know. the old Jack. It might be a totally different Jackin. It won't even be Jackin. His name is something else. Valar Marlar. But, but now we know. Now we know that her little quote dance master that was Jackin. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was the same guy. No, it wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't. He, yeah, because he was from the same city, same that town. That doesn't mean he's the same guy. He said, <laughs> Jackin said, to be a dance master is a special thing, but to be a man of the, whatever he called it, mm-hmm. is something else entirely. Oh, okay. They were not the same person. Okay, I thought Jay. they were. Oh, Lord, we got to have a <laughs> Game of Thrones recap before no. we do our show. no. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a drink. Mm. Thank you, JD. And we can't wait either. Yeah, that's going to be good. Okay, looks like we have a voicemail. Cool. So let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters, this is Brother Ray. It's been a minute. I uh, finally caught up with The Walking Dead, and I had to leave a message for you guys. Uh, I've been kind of disappointed this season, but this latest episode, I think, while it wasn't a lot of, a lot of, excitement, I should say, but it was one of the best episodes so far. It was great just not to be in Woodbury. It was great not to see Andrea. And it was great that they finally gave our gal Michonne some lines, and she delivered. I mean, she was funny. She was, you know, she still kicked ass, showed personality. Uh, just a few things, though. I, I have to admit, you know, I thought of you ladies from a woman's point of view, a sister's point of view, I should say. It was amazing how Michonne was able to check Carl real quick, something that Lori nor nor Rick can do because the face of the sister's not going to take too much mouth from no little kid. But uh, I thought that was interesting. Another thing, it just seemed it was kind of odd, and I don't know if you guys are going to discuss this, but it seemed like the president's not too far from where Rick was a sheriff, the town, and all that. It just still seemed kind of odd that when he saw the prison, he didn't know that the prison was there, but... Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Uh, and lastly, just curious to see what you ladies think about them leaving the hitchhiker. I thought that was one of the coldest things I can kind of understand, but it seems like if I saw anybody, I would just want to embrace them. But I guess considering the bad people they've come across, like the governor, I guess it was the wisest thing to do. But um, just thought I'd ask what you ladies would have done. I don't know. Anyway, as always, love the podcast, and um, I'll be waiting for your next episode. Brother Ray, later. Thank you, Brother Ooh, Ray. Thank you, Brother Ray. <clears throat> we love your voice, by the way. Yes, we do. Uh, you know what, Brother Ray? That is an excellent, you brought up some very good excellent observation, because, see, Sister Girl wasn't going to let Carl just say anything to her. and But I also say, too, and that's, I think... It was like a mutual respect thing, you know. Yeah, she did read him. She stopped him from trying to be like all that. But he respected her for that, too. But she also gave him respect, too, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I thought that was an excellent moment. Yeah, I thought it was good, too, because kids, you know, quite They're going to try you. Well, quiet as is kept, they need discipline. Mm -hmm. They need someone to tell them what to do at times 
And sometimes they need to have the boundaries, basically. Yep. And right now, Carl don't have any. Actually, Carl hasn't had any boundaries, really. A long since, time. Since season one, since we met Carl. Yep. Because he, he be running one. off in the woods yeah, and shit. shit. <laughs> I mean, Lori kept a tighter hand on him in that first camp area. But, I mean, I don't know. So, kids need that. And I think her and her tone, because no one's talked to him like that in a while. No one. I think she got the damn job done. She said, look, little shit. She you said, know, cut the, the next bullshit. Thing, if he would have kept on, she probably would have grabbed him up. <laughs> Snatched his little ass up. Snatched said, his ass I know up. your daddy ain't here, but I'm going to whoop your ass anyway. <laughs> so I she agree that your sister would have handled that. Yeah. His second um, thing was about the uh, hitchhiker. The hitchhiker. See, I felt bad. I did, I but I understand. Bad. But they're, you're right. They could have. They what they could have done was pull their gun on him, mm-hmm. tied his ass up, searched Check. his all shit, yeah, checked him for weapons and, and taken stuff. Him, taking him with them, right? And I don't know how that would have helped in their in what they were trying to do. Because he's too fucking noisy. He's awful loud. So I would have had to knock his ass out, tie him up, or you know, gagged him something. But yeah, it was cold. It was It was cold blooded. It but was cold blooded. Understand it though. Well but yeah. In the actuality and then what ended up happening to the guy. Because then you have to think too, what if you were the one out there by yourself and someone drove by and just kept on driving? Yep. How would you feel? How about would you that? feel about it? Yeah. You'd be mad. I'd be pissed. Yep. Thank but you, I brother sure brother. would have been smart enough not to get eight in the middle of the damn road. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brother Ray. <laughs> you had another question. I can't remember what it was now. What? Oh, well. If I remember, we'll bring well, it Well, he didn't up. really have a question. He just had a comment about the fact that this was one of the best episodes because no Andrea and Michonne got dialogue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you exactly. know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, our next Email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. We haven't heard from Myron in a while. Yeah. Hello, sisters. I hope you remember me. We do. Yes. The originator of the long-ass email, Myron. I mean long-ass emails Myron was seeing. Is this the long-ass one, too? Uh, It looks long. Ooh, Lord, Myron. Oh, Myron. Oh, Myron, Lord. But wait. (laughs) It's in big type. But that's okay. We like long-ass emails, Myron. Come on. She gonna get on you, though. Come on. (laughs) Watch. About halfway through, y'all. You gonna gonna hear a change in her tone. Okay. Okay. He says, I am always glad to hear your comments on one of my favorite shows, The Walking Dead. But before I get started on my comments about that show, I need, I need, I need you to do a podcast on Banshee. <laughs> we I both know, are watching Banshee act, well, actually. We kind of talked about yeah. the issues that Sister J has. I know you are watching it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well. How you know? How you know, Myron? Well, if he's on Get Glue, then he know what I yeah, think. He says, "Yeah, I know you're watching it. I know Dem Thrones is back. It's coming back at the end of the month." Wait, he said Dem Thrones. <laughs> Dem Thrones. <laughs> I know Dim Thrones is coming back at the end of the month. 
And sadly, I know you like to take um, <sighs> vacations a lot. Oh, come on, Byron. But- <laughs> <laughs> he tried to read us. But if you could fit Banshee in, it would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Hunted also is on Cinemax. is a solid show as well. I don't now, watch that. I did watch Hunted, and I liked Hunted. Nah, I can't watch You that. had to watch past uh, like the second episode. I can't watch no skinny-ass little girl kicking everybody's butt. Oh, yeah, that's so believable. Please. Once but she again, doesn't. Once again, she one doesn't. of them with no TNA. Oh, God. But she got everybody. Oh, she's beating everybody up. Come on now. I'm tired of that shit. But she doesn't. Shit. She gets her ass kicked on the regular. And she need to. But she uses stuff. <laughs> just yeah. like, uh. Oh, she gonna be a. a what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wait a minute. What? <laughs> wait a minute. I gotta get it <laughs> They tried to say she's a no titty MacGyver? Is that what she bustled me? You talking about she uses stuff? No, no, no. I was gonna say. Yeah. Nah, she doesn't create shit out of gum and foil. Lord have like mercy. Like MacGyver, she does. She uses, like, if, if there's a stick, she'll get the stick and. Oh, what the hell? Her ass has to. <laughs> shit. You know, if there's a rope, she's gonna use that. Just like the oh, chick please. in Banshee. No. Mm. Anyway, Myron, I would <coughs> I would love to do a Banshee podcast, but it's almost over. Yeah, it's almost over. And thank goodness, it's a good ass show. I like it at least. Sister J has issues with the. I have issues with Banshee, but but it is entertaining. But I have issues with some of the people they cast. Oh, yeah. Lord. See, that's why we could best do. one in there is the actor playing Kai Park Proctor. He the best one. Oh, he's good. He's the best Although, one. Although I will say this, sorry y'all who don't watch it, but I don't like where they're going with his niece. No. And him, I don't like that. Well, but hey, that's reality. I didn't like that. I was like, oh, come on. I, that was just off. It, to me, it just didn't show true <laughs> to, I don't know, the character. Now, what he did taking her to the meeting and stuff, yeah. what I thought he was going to do was kind of pimp her out. Like say, hey, you get in good with the chief uh, son, and then we'll do whatever. But I, I, you know, no, it didn't go that way. I don't think that was his purpose anyway. It wasn't, but that's what I thought he was going with. Well, it. But hey, he can't do nothing about what you thought. What? That's a, the whole point of the sister Jay. You know, see, you just come went, on. You just went off left and read his email. Okay, we done went all off on Banshee. He was talking about Banshee, so we were trying okay, to talk about come Banshee. On, come on. See, y'all? See? I told y'all halfway through, she's going to get no, out, too. I'm not getting an attitude about his email. It's that you've taken too damn long with the Banshee shit. Okay, okay. We're going on. Why am I not surprised that Sister J has a friend who has read the books? I bet she hasn't, but she is asking that person for information about the book. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> oh, he tried to had, say because I don't read True Blood. Right. Had to get that read in. It uh-huh. has been a long time. Love okay, you. Myron. Love you, Sister J. Yeah, yeah, Myron. Yeah, because you like to not read the books, talk about people who do read the books, and then go ask them when you read no. the books. No, this person that I talked to, he's the one that uh, offers the information to me. I didn't even know they had a damn graphic novel of this shit. Why does it got to be this shit? No, Jay. This program, I had no idea there was such a thing. Well, he's talking. Yeah, he's going into history though. Mm-hmm. Myron knows. I don't read back. no vampire books. I don't read that crap. 
or, or Game of Thrones. Nope. Not reading it. Okay, to, to keep with his email, he says, okay, let's get started. Michonne to Andrea. You still fucking the governor, bitch? I already know the answer. You is a dumb, digmatized hoe <laughs> Andrea to Michonne in your most annoying voice, Sister K. But they need me. <laughs> they need me, Michonne. Oh, Lord. Michonne to Andrea. Oh, go get bit, trick. <laughs> Actually, sisters, I don't think Andrea is a dumb-ass trick. Mm. I think the writers don't know how to portray women well. Exactly. Remember how the viewers wanted Lori to die between this season and last season? Yep. No one really cared for Carol until this season. Thank the maker they started giving Michonne lines because seeing her strong scowl, sexy ass cakes slink across the damn screen was getting annoying as hell. Yep. Andrea is not an enemy of the group, but yet you don't even want her to have any screen time. Yep. It just doesn't make sense to me. We have all been given good advice at some point in time, but have not taken it. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Andrea sees what she chooses to see. She will have to come. She will have to make a decision on her own. That scene is coming. Let's hope so, because she is effing annoying. She is. But again, I think he's right. They don't know how to write a woman. Of course. Yeah, well. but that, that's because for the most part, it's a bunch of white men. Honestly, Andrea's character is a very strong one. But if you remember in season one, she wanted to get blowed up in the CDC. She needs to feel appreciated and she wants to have some semblance of a normal life. Woodbury has provided her that, so she is riding that train. Or the governor, as long as she can. I don't blame her. Would you pick the prison over Woodbury in a zombie apocalypse? Just saying. I don't dislike her character as much as I feel the writers are using her poorly in attempting to make to be a go-between for the two groups. I dislike her character. I dislike what they've done to her character. Yeah, I dislike it. it it's not even like she was Mm-mm. in the first two seasons. I mean, seasons. she was somewhat... But she was tougher then. Yeah, she was much tougher. Because um, she had to kill her sister. And see, I agree with you about the Woodbury prison, but when there's somebody crazy as hell, but the, see, the thing is, they don't know it. Well. She knows it. Right. Because she's been given signs from her friends that she's right. overlooked. I she can knows. see. I can see if she was digmatized that she would not have followed Michonne out of the city because it is a town. When she come up on them two fighting. Thank you. And she saw those heads, walker heads and Thank shit. You. That was her cue was her to cue. pack up her shit and leave when Michonne left. Right. Because she knows. And she knows. That Michonne wouldn't do Hell that. Hell yeah. for no reason. She know, She saw Michonne was just as fucked up as he was. Yep. Except for her eye wasn't damaged. Yeah. But she knows. And she even told him she wouldn't do that for no reason. Exactly. See that? She so, knows. So, yeah, no. So, yeah. They writing her wrong. But I agree. I would rather stay in Woodbury, too. But when I found out that the motherfucker leading Woodbury was crazy, I'd have to get the With some walker on. heads and a walker daughter in the closet? Yeah, I'd Shit. have to go. Oh, no, I'd be gone. I'd have to go. I'm I'd sorry. be gone. Um, so he says, um... And especially after her ass found out he had Glenn and Maggie. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, no, strike two. you know she wouldn't even have had to ask him permission to leave. She would have. I would have packed my shit up and left. And left. First of all, I wouldn't have slept with the fool that that quick. First, I probably wouldn't have slept with him anyway. Exactly. We got better. We got more shit to do than sleep around during this zombie apocalypse. Ain't that the truth? 
You know? Anyway. But yeah. And if I was blonde women, I'd be ticked. Because that's what they're p- portraying her as. They ain't portraying Michonne like that. No. Hey, okay, he says, I don't like, dislike her character as much as I feel the writers are using her poorly in attempting to be a go-between for the two groups. Mm. They have made her weak and annoyingly indecisive. I don't want to dislike a character due to the poor way they are using her. I am not defending Andrea. Rick said it best. She is in a bad place. The mm. writers appear to not... So have- are we, watching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because like I said, when her ass come on, I get up and go to the kitchen. Oh, let's just pray that the next few episodes do not feature her a lot. Oh, God, yes. Mm. Uh, she is in a bad place. The writers appear to not have... <laughs> <laughs> okay, like come on. said, so are we having to watch the shit? The writers appear to not have women or minorities on their payroll. Mm. I don't really want to believe that, but look at how they can only have... One black man on the show at a time. Of course. Okay, in fairness, they have been fucking up Rick's character, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know they have it. Well, he's crazy. He's crazy. I mean, how many times does he need to imagine his wife when there are walkers all around who want to chomp his ass? At the end of the day, the show is about how people adapt to the new world order. Number one, Merle is not to be trusted. Mm. Two, why didn't Maggie tell Andrea exactly what the governor did to her? Mm. Three. Sisters, did Carol want to give Daryl some ass last episode? Yeah. Or what? That's why she yes. went into that little uh, she uh, did. Uh, thing. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. they've known each other for a lot longer. Exactly. Four. I think the Spanish family on the bridge allow the viewers to see how different Daryl is from her red from his redneck racist brother. Mm. Just watch the clear episode. First of all, Morgan acted his ass off. Yes. Lenny James or James Lenny. Lenny James. Yeah. Sad. <clears throat> sad. Doubtful we will be seeing him again. I think this episode was needed to snap Rick out of his dance with psychosis. Yep. Morgan is a broken man. Rick seeing how Morgan has been affected after having lost his wife and son will bring him back to the group. Excuse me, back to the person he needs to be for himself and the group. I think so, too. It also cemented Michonne's place in the group. Yep, I think so, too. How did Michonne get that picture back? Personally, I think she scooped it up and tucked it in her back. It wasn't shown, but I think she did that fake out, uh, that fake me out to gain Carl's trust. I don't know for sure, but I know she was gone for two, uh, I do know she was gone for seconds. The picture was on the floor surrounded by walkers, just saying Oh, we are. So he's saying like no. He's saying that before they even left the cafe, mm-hmm. she snatched up, put it behind her back, and so that when she went around and said, "I'm going to go get it," she really didn't need to go get it because she already had it. Then how'd she get that cat? I don't think that's. Yeah, I think she went back in there. I really do. I think she went back in there, and while all the zombies, like you said, were against the door, she just snatched it. I think so because <clears throat> yeah, I don't think she now. She was chicken Carl at all because the whole point is Michonne don't mind killing some walkers. Yeah. So we we all saw as Carl was leaving out the front door, he dropped it because yeah. he had it in his hand. Yeah. He dropped it. There was no reason or, or, or there was no time for Michonne to have picked, scooped it up before she went out on the sidewalk with him. And I really don't think the doors opened out. They don't. They opened in. 
You didn't see that again? Or they opened, opened in. Me, I don't think they opened in. I think they opened out. No, they didn't. Okay. Because well, I have to watch it again. Yeah, because when Michonne and Carl went left oh. the cafe, they had to pull the door toward them. No, I think they had to shut no, it. No, they didn't. But anyway... I'll rewatch it because you know I have to. Yeah, like, y- yeah. You rewatch that shit so you can tell, so you can apologize to my ass oh, next are you time. Gonna apologize to my hell, ass. Hell, <laughs> see, if you what are, the, you gotta apologize hell, though, to my because ass. I know my ass is right. Oh no, you oh, ain't. Hell. Okay, tell us. I'm y'all. a lot more observant than you. Oh, police. Oh hell, yes, I am. Mm. Mm. Whatever. Anyway, okay. He says. um... Driving past that guy on the road was cold, but they had stuff to do. Suck for that guy, though. Mm. Okay, I will stop there. Love you, sisters. Take care and uh, don't get bit, Myron. <laughs> Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. For that long ass email. We love it, though. It was we, long, we love but it. It was big letters, so that's good. It was good. That was a good email. Thank you, Myron. Okay, it looks like we have another voicemail. Okay, cool. So let me play that now. Hey, Sister J and Sister K. I hope this voice now finds you well. This is Tori, and I wanted to talk about The Walking Dead. This episode was awesome, and not just because there was no injury in it. Oh, we got to see what happened to Morgan, which is, like, one of my favorite characters. I always wanted, like, what happened to him. Um, yeah, he's in crazy town. He's, he's the governor. Well, he's an important member in crazy town. And he's stuck there. And I really think this episode helped Rick really snap out of it. And, and I, I, I think he's really going to get back. I think he's back because he sees what, what will actually happen to you if you keep going down that path. Um, Michonne was awesome in this episode. She really got to see what she could do with that katana for, like, the first time. And it was really awesome. I just uh, this episode was simple. I mean, just four characters, but I really believe this. Well, to me, in my opinion, was the best one of the best, if not the best, episode of the series. Period. Um, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen for the season finale. Um, patiently waiting, and I let as always. I love you guys. You guys make an awesome podcast. It's the best podcast hands down i have people listening to your podcast that don't even watch the show they just listen just because like i'll put you ladies on and like can't help but laugh because you guys are awesome um that's it for me and uh see you guys later Thank you, Tori. Thank you, Tori, for that wonderful voicemail. Oh, we are so excited. People are using our voicemail line. I know. That's wow. Awesome. But you know what, Tori? I agree with you. But you know what? Now, hopefully the writers, like, maybe they'll get word or something. That's a daggum shame when more people say, oh, this was the best episode, mainly because Andrew wasn't in it. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. know. I mean, come on. But she has a good point. There was only four characters featured in this episode, and it was one of the best episodes, episodes ever. Ever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, really it was. was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that should tell the writers something. And we are so glad you have other people listening to our podcast. Yeah, and the fact that they don't even watch, watch the show. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. Listened to a specific podcast, podcast and not never watched the, watch the show. Yeah. yeah. Because I wouldn't know what was going but on. I'm but I'm glad they enjoy it, and I'm glad yeah. you enjoy it. And 
Thank you so much, Dory. Yeah. Thank you. All okay, right. Our next um, email is from Oh Long Yinka. Remember Oh, oh Yinka? Yeah, Yinka, hey, how you doing? Hi, sisters. It's been a long time since I've written in. Long time. In fact. But this is Yinka, and I used to comment on your True Blood podcast. Yep. But I've stayed with y'all with True Blood, Game of Thrones, and now The Walking Dead, even though I don't email. Cool. I legit screamed when I saw you were doing a Walking Dead podcast. I love the show even more because you guys point out the things I side-eye while watching. (laughs) Yeah, we know about them side-eyes. Yeah. Okay, so this past episode, Clear, was the best since the season three opener. See? Those five minutes of silent acting. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is true. That was a good episode, too. Yeah. Four, I repeat, four marvelous actors carried that show, making that hour of storytelling the most engaging, suspenseful, and entertaining I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was so up in the show, I would have had my nose to the TV screen if I wasn't afraid of going blind. (laughs) First off, Michonne, Michonne, Michonne. Yeah. I love me some Michonne. Yep. She is sassy, funny, smart, and a better mother to Carl in one hour than Lori has been for three seasons. Hey! Boop! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That is excellent! Ooh, that excellent. is so funny. Also, y'all saw how she said stay, and Carl's ass stayed put. He sure did. That's black mama parenting right there. That's right. There is a difference. Don't get it twisted. The fact that they finally let her talk and she is witty and had an I don't give a fuck attitude while eating those chips. Yeah, I love it. Made me have a five minute fit of laughter. Yeah. I had to pause the DVR. I know. When Rick said, you eating this food? He said, hmm, they welcome. welcome. <laughs> she chomping too. <laughs> I did like her confession to Rick about her boyfriend. Yeah. Now Rick has someone else that is going through the same thing. Um, to talk to. Yep. Now he doesn't have to go off into the depths of the prison to talk on the phone to ghosts. <laughs> and he can stop chasing after ghost Lori's banshee behind in the woods. <laughs> I also think Michonne's pack meal zombies were once her boyfriend and maybe her brother or father. Mm-hmm. I also think she met Andrea. Oh, excuse me. I also think before she met Andrea, she used to talk to them. What yeah. do you guys think? Yeah. I, I think so. Too. I think so too. I think you're right. Yeah. And it's a way for her not to be alone. See, I think in that scene where Rick and Carl are talking, I really think she doesn't want to fathom the thought of being alone out there again by herself without nobody. Mm. I mean, even those Walker pets were someone at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Could be. Next is Morgan. Oh, how I have missed him so. Me too. The dialogue with him and Rick was off the charts amazing. It has been a long time since I've seen acting like that on a TV show. Yep. It saddens me almost, It saddens me about Dwayne killed by his own mother. I like how Morgan put Rick on blast for not keeping his promise of the walkie-talkie. But what I liked most were the parallels between this episode and the very first episode from Rick's line, I'm sorry this happened to you, to Carl, taking down Morgan the same as Dwayne took down Rick. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good point because remember, mm-hmm. Dwayne knocked um, Rick out. Yep. Sure did. It, is it possible to have these four on the show from now on? Yeah. I just can't get over the fact an hour show is carried by four actors. When does that ever happen? 
Mm-hmm. And see, that's a testament to the show for let, yep. for letting it happen. For letting it happen. Mm-hmm. But also the powerful performances of those oh, actors. Yes. And that that particular group, that little four actor group, I mean, they were in sync. They they were very interesting and they yeah. kept us captivated the whole hour. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she says, when does that ever happen? And it's done with such fineness that you don't want it to end. Even baby Carl. Well, I can't call him a baby anymore because nope. his acting stepped up too to match the others. Shows great growth in character as well as the child actor. Mm-hmm. You don't see many with this quality anymore. I.e. Henry from Once Upon a Time. Uh, Once Upon a Time. But really, could it be that the reason I and hopefully you guys love this episode was because Miss Dickified wasn't in it to drag it down to hell. Ain't that the truth? Just a thought. Mm -hmm. Well, this email is getting long, and as Sister J would say, you need to wrap it up. (laughs) But I hope I get a pass since it's been years since I've emailed in. I have told all my friends about the podcast, so hopefully you will be getting some new listeners soon. Always keep up the fantastic work. Yinka. P.S. Can't wait for Game of Thrones to start. Did you see? Did you see the dragon? Yes. My Khaleesi is going to tear shit up. Yeah. I love Khaleesi. Ooh. I can't wait to see Khaleesi again. I can't wait Thank to see Thank you, Nika, for that wonderful Thank long you, ass Nika. email, girl. We've missed hearing from you. We have missed you, but you know what? You get a, you do get a pass for that long ass email. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. And that was long. Mm-hmm. Look at how skinny that type is. Yeah, that was long, baby. Skinny. But thank you so much, Yanka. That thank was you, great. Yanka. And keep in touch with us. All right. Okay, our next email is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hello again, sisters. I have to say that I've absolutely loathed Andrea's character this entire season. Yep. It's like as soon as the gov showed up on the scene, her brain went to shit. Yep. The way the writers have written her into a corner this season pretty much leads me to believe she either dies at the hands of the governor or actually sacrifices herself to redeem her stupidity. That'd be good. My bets are on the former. Ooh, that the governor kills her. Well, either way, that'd be fine. Either way, she gone. Yeah, Hopefully. that'd be fine. I enjoyed the most recent episode a hell of a lot better. Who would have thought that crazy-ass Rick, Stoic, Michonne, and little warrior Carl on a road trip would be such great television? I know. When they passed that poor surviving traveler <laughs> on the road and just kept going, it really went to show you how much Rick and Michonne have been pushed this season. Yeah. They did not even bat an eye at the poor guy screaming. They didn't. Now, the surprise of the returning character was ruined in the previously on clips for me when they showed Morgan from season one. Come on, Walking Dead and TV in general. We don't need you to show us scenes from old seasons at the opening of the show every time you want to come back to an old storyline. Mm. See, I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that either. Although he's right, because they did show that scene where him and Morgan were talking in the first yeah. season. But I don't... I didn't, I didn't even, even put it together. I didn't put it together that that meant he was coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. My, so Paris, you're smart. Yeah. Um, come on, uh, he says... Um, I love Rick and Morgan's interactions. It was as if Rick was given a mirror of insanity to look into in Morgan. Yep. This is what could really happen to him if he doesn't snap out of it and come back to his senses. The actor playing Morgan was spot on. Yep. Lenny James. Lenny James. I really, I felt really bad when he recounted his story and how Rick's failure cost him his son. It was at this point that I realized how far gone he is. Michonne and Carl together was another great part of the episode. I think this was the most she's spoken all season, mm-hmm. at least at one time. Yep. 
Okay, he says, I was getting flashes of old, annoying-ass car running off and doing shit. <laughs> yep. I half expected Michonne to snatch him up and pop him in the mouth. Ooh. Things are about to heat up for these final four shows. Can't wait to hear from you, Paris. Thank you, Paris, Thank for you, that Paris. wonderful email. And you know what? I'm Now that you say that about the opening credits, I might skip the previously seen on... Oh. Yeah, because I, I didn't even catch that. I didn't catch it, but now see, I'll think about it. Yeah, and I'll because usually when it's like uh, when any of the shows say previously on, I'm usually you know doing something. I'm not even looking at the screen. I'm either getting my get glue ready or something. So I didn't yeah, even notice. I didn't it. even catch that. I either. didn't even catch that. So mm-hmm. good looking out, Paris, and I'm gonna. I'm going to like, yeah, avoid looking at it because I don't want to, because I was surprised when it was Morgan and, and, and glad, you know, to see Yeah, him. I was too. I was surprised too, but I like that. Yeah. Okay. And our last email is from, uh, Marcus. Hey, Marcus. Hey, sisters. Longtime listener and first time emailer. Ooh, yay. Yay. I hope y'all get this before this week's show. And since y'all record on CB time, I'm sure it will. <laughs> Okay, Marcus, you got us. You got us. And you are so right, though. You're right, though. Because last week barely made it posted before the episode started. I know. Barely. This week week going to be the same thing. Yeah, sorry. Might be later, but hey. I would first like to thank you beautiful ladies for producing a well-thought-out and organized podcast that is also relaxed, funny, and (laughs) spoiler-free. for thinking it's organized because it's really not (laughs) (laughs) yes it is yes it is sister k does a good job he says i seriously laugh out loud at work especially when (laughs) sister j goes on a tangent and sister k has to reel her tries to reel her in why does everybody say that because i do try (laughs) you know and by the way sister k sister j is not flat she is well proportioned for her size thank you thank you very much Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm only four feet 11. How big is my breast supposed to be? It's flat, y'all. It's I padding. am not flat. It's padding. Just because you well, like 40 DDs. You know? What? You probably 40 double Ds. I'm not no 40 double Ds. You, you pretty big. <laughs> well, I do have ample breast to Well, yeah. And I don't need padding to fill that shit well, out. Well, but hey, you but, know. I'm not going to go talk about somebody <coughs> being flat Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to talk about them chest. bitches being TV naked with no goddamn breasts. Hell. Because if you have... Keep your damn shirt on look, then. You I'm get, not on TV. But that's not the point. It the is point the is, point. It is the point. When you know your ass is shaped like a little boy, look, don't be they, naked if on she had, TV. If she had a C cup... And was older because the chick's older. Her shit would be sagging down. Then you'd be complaining about her being saggy. Her ass is flat. Her breasts are flat. No. Yes, we Keep did your it. damn shirt unclosed on. Well, that's the thing for the writers then. That, hey, she, hey, she could say, no, I'm not doing that. She wouldn't work. Well, but then she could say, no, I'm not doing that. Her flat ass okay, shows to look at that. Remember, Why are we on this anyway? Remember in True Blood season five, when they had in the, in the authority, they had that man on the table about to eat him and he was completely naked. Remember that episode? Yeah. And I said, oh, the poor dude probably ain't worked yet and got enough 
clout to tell them I don't want to be naked in a scene because I, he's trying to get a fucking job. I now, don't really care. That's like some man no, saying, it isn't. Hey, I don't really hey, care. Hey, listen, that's like some man saying, Hey, that dude really is short. Well, you know what? I saw a Victoria's Secret. Wait, wait, wait. That ad dude, today. And I was sitting there thinking, why don't they hire some of them girls? They are they're models. They're not they athletes. are healthy normal sized women. I don't know why the hell these damn shows keep keep employing these women who look like and are shaped like little boys. They aren't even shaped like women. Oh, they shape like little boys. That's just like in that show Shit. on True Blood, the man was not well. Oh, it is nothing Wait, like that. Listen, the man was not well endowed. So if I was a man, would I say, why would they put that not well endowed or short little man? Because it is it? not the same and you know it. They objectify women all the time. They don't do that with men. Very seldom. And actually, True Blood, that particular episode was the very first time you ever saw that. Well, that's The true. very first time. And, and, and that was season what? As you pointed Five. out, yeah. And yeah. They always do it for the women. But my objection is not the the women are naked. My objection is they put these flat-ass, flat-titty women <laughs> on these goddamn shows. And they're always called Jay, Asian. stop saying that. And. Because most of the people on these shows are they're always flaunting around naked. Oh. For what? What are you trying to strut around for naked? You got no assets. (laughs) I have assets for my height. Trust me. I got a butt and breast for my height. Padded. That don't make any difference. The bra's padded. The booty's not padded. And I'd like to point out, y'all, as she noticed, she don't say nothing about my hips. Yeah, because I am well proportioned for my size. And my legs look good. Matter of fact, a person asked me the other day, what? It was a female too. She said, "You know, uh, do a you woman. do you exercise?" Or so I said, "Well, you know, I used to run track as a kid." She said, "Cause your legs really look nice." What I said, oh, "Thank be, you." What does it have to do with being flat? What I'm saying is, I am proportioned all over my body oh, for my height. That's not like these. I am not built like a boy, like these bitches they got on TV. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah. <laughs> well, you need to quit talking about them hey. as women. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for pointing that out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, Yeah, Marcus, you need to get off of it. Marcus is correct. No, he was trying to repeat what you said. No, I am well proportioned for my height. Okay. I'm, I'm short. Okay, let's get back to Marcus. You the one started. I just re- read his email. Anyway. Marcus says, (laughs) Lord have mercy. He says, I will keep this email short because I don't want to hear Sister J sighing in the background. Oh, well, you don't heard more than that today, Marcus. The Walking Dead is one of the most intense shows on TV, and the first two seasons had me so stressed, I literally had to watch a cartoon in between shows to get my nerves a break. Oh, Lord. But it had me hooked, and I couldn't stop watching until Woodbury slowed everything down. Yeah. We would have been better served with flashback episodes, which this show is sorely lacking, by the way. I agree. That's what I was saying, Marcus. I'm glad we think the same. Yeah. Because, you know, they could throw one or two in. Not the whole show. Right. But just a couple of scenes. So, you know, what the people are. Yeah. You know. 
<clears throat> this episode of Clear by a new writer brought it back to life, and the black actor that home alone that town may be the best actor that this show has had. Thank you, Lenny James. I hope we haven't seen the last of him, but they probably can't afford him. Yep. The dialogue between he and Rick was epic. I also like how Michonne finally smiled, gorgeous. Yep. And showed some character, but please put that ugly cat statue back. <laughs> <laughs> Will Andrea finally please die or get nicked? Yeah. Or bit nicked? Bit. He said nick. Nick. Yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones. Well, you can't and nick it. Yeah. When once you nick, you can't He said, no, I might nick you in a place that can't get unnicked. <laughs> I love it. Uh, can she please die or get nicked or bit or screwed to death? Yep. Because I'm tired of her walking around digmatized by Governor Magic Johnson. Ooh. Sleeping in a warm bed and still has a bitter beer face. Yep. I also hope that Rick has gained his senses and stops looking for that lady in white whose cakes are just too plump to be Lori's. Thank you. Thank you. That was somebody else. Marcus, because that's what I was trying to point out. That was a body double, because the show wasn't that skinny as actor playing Lord. Well, you know they do have spanks with pads. Oh, please, they do. That was not no spanks. That was a whole different person. <laughs> he said, <laughs> yeah. "If Lori was stacked like that, I would have never wished she had died." There you go. Speaking of cakes, Glenn might not ever again, never get any again. Laugh out loud. Yeah. What can I? What can he say? It's the last days, and I would want to put a padlock on my girl's sweet stuff, too. Honeys are few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, Lord. All you got to do is talk to Andrea, and you'll get some. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for reading my email. I'm really looking forward to the Game of Thrones at the end of this month. Yep. Um, he says... I have not read the books, but the producer of the show said he might have to leave the country for a while after this season because a beloved character is going down. If it's, oh, he's talking about the Game of Thrones. If it's Tyrion, I'm done. Laugh out loud. Remember, you can't spell P-I-M-P without the I-M-P. <laughs> Love your sisters. Bye, Marcus. Oh, Lord, that's cold-blooded. So basically... Because you know that's what they called him the, throughout the whole season imp, one. Imp. imp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying that the producer of Game of Thrones said that because he's killing off or the a a major character, character. A beloved character is going to die, he's going to have to leave the country after the season. It better not be Tyrion. Ooh. But that's not the producer's fault. That's how this... I mean, this is based on books. Yeah. So true. I wouldn't blame the producer I hope for it's that. not Arya. I like I her. just hope it's not Tyrion. He's my favorite character. He's not my favorite. Khaleesi, my favorite. Well, I like Khaleesi, too. I hope it ain't her. I hope it ain't her. Shit. Bet not be. <laughs> <laughs> it bet not be Khaleesi. I like... I don't know. Ooh-wee. I've read book two. I'm not going to read book three until the season's over, but of course, by then we'll know. But mm -hmm. I mean, Game of Thrones is another. They don't mind killing. I mean, when he That's wrote true. those books, he kills people. Yeah. So we're, I guess, just going to have to be shocked. Yeah, I do like that. Thank you so much for thank that you, email, Marcus. Marcus. That was great. Yes, thank you. And thank you for emailing in finally. Yeah. After so long. Email again. Yes. 
So thank you everyone for your feedback. It has been awesome. I just want to say one thing. Uh-huh. We have not heard from Anthony. Uh-oh. Our contest winner. Uh-oh. And it has been a full week. Anthony, what's up so with you? Anthony, you need to email us or message us because I'm not able to message you on Facebook because it didn't work that way. Uh-uh. You have to message me first or sister speak first mm-hmm. and then we could message back and forth whatever but the point is we haven't heard from you so we need you anthony to email us or message us or send us a voicemail (coughs) with your address and gift of choice prize of choice so that we can get to you yeah otherwise we'll have we'll have to you know pull another name i guess if we don't hear from him soon well you know, I don't him, know. Give him a couple. But anyway, weeks. Anthony, just email us so that we can get this to going. Yeah. Okay. So for everyone else, please continue to send your feedback. It is always better when we get your thoughts and ideas, and you guys always have theories that we haven't even thought of. Yeah. Which makes for great discussion. So it you does. can send us a email at sisterspeak at gmail dot com. You can put it on Facebook at facebook.com slash to speak podcast. Mm-hmm. Our voicemail number is getting popular again. Yay! It is 972-755-1215. You can also go to our website and leave comments there at sisterspeakpodcast.com. We are also on Twitter at underscore sister J and underscore sister K. Mm-hmm. When we watch the show, we are watching um, and get gluing. Get gluing. So you can also catch us on Get Glue. And I think that's about it. That covers about I think that it. That covers everything. Yeah, because you always, uh, you gave the Twitter thing. Yes, and we okay. have only three, what is it, three, three episodes, episodes left? Three episodes left, that's it. That is it that for is the season. Over for the season. Wow, I can't, I'm going to be sad when it's over. I really well, I won't because Game of Thrones, I'm looking yeah, forward we'll to. Yeah, I won't get caught up in that. And True Blood, I. I am so anxious to see where they're going to go with True Blood. Yeah. Because they, in my opinion, they wasted so many good actors with last season. With the whole authority thing. They could, yeah. th- those could have been, a, a couple of, three of them could have been recurring characters. You know, but. I'm not even thinking that far ahead. I'm just, I'm just excited as hell. Well, I was really pissed off that they wasted Christopher Maloney. Yeah. I mean, he was such a and good Dennis, um, O'Hare. Yeah. Yeah. But. King Russell's my fave. But back to Lafayette. The Walking Dead. Okay. We have three back to episodes. The Walking Dead. <laughs> we have three episodes left. So yeah. we, you know, we have to stay solid. Send us your feedback. We'd yep. love to hear from you. And just, all I can say is get ready for Game of Thrones. Because it's going to start, I'm sure, with gangbusters. Right. And. For those that... Have you heard anything about True Blood? I mean, uh, Big Brother? No. Okay. You don't watch it anyway. What are you talking hey, about if, Big Brother for? If they had some black people on there, Oh, I would. no, you won't. They had black people last time. Oh, they did not. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. They did. Who they had? Uh, what was her name? Y'all remind me of her name. Mm. They had a sister on, and you refused to watch one it. One black woman. Of course. Mm. They're not going to have more than one. Yeah, well, okay. So don't even put your mouth to say, Big Brother, mm-hmm. Sister Jay, because you know you ain't going to watch it. Yeah, well, you didn't believe me when I told you I wasn't going to watch it. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I ain't letting nobody take me off of my show. Now, I did watch um, the other one they had. Which one? Glass House. Oh. 
It was it was decent. I watched a couple of episodes of that. But anyway, we're mm-hmm. getting way off topic. Okay. The <laughs> Walking Dead, <laughs> Game of Thrones, catch up on Game of Thrones. It starts and in True three, Blood. Well, that's not until June. That, well, Game that's of true. Thrones in three weeks. We are going to podcast Game of Thrones. Yep. And we have never been late on that. Never. But we've only done one season, too. But we've never that's been true. late. So, Marcus, that read was <laughs> a wasted. <laughs> you wasted a read on that, Marcus. <laughs> We'll be on time. We'll be on tea. <laughs> and no, okay. no CP time either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.